Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Here on this Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, if you choose. We'll be running on a 24-hour loop for the next 24 hours, immediately following the show. Well, once they upload it, it takes a couple of hours. And then, of course, you can catch us on Apple and Android as well. Download the app. Uh, many of you do. We appreciate uh, that. And I know that we've had some format changes and some things that we've done. I'd encourage each and every one of you to listen throughout the hour uh, of the show, of the station, uh, Buck. And, and and I just should make a big, quick clarification about this. Uh, Buck Sexton, who is on in the evenings, is on with Clay Travis between 10 and 1. And uh, I will tell you that that is a great show. So I would encourage each and every one of you to listen to that. That's the real replacement uh, for uh, Rush Limbaugh, not Dan Bongino's. The EIB Network is on from 10 to 1, uh, and I would encourage you to listen to Clay and Buck. They have the analysis like nobody else. Obviously, Hannity stays where he's at, he's where he's been for, what, seven-odd years now. Uh, we've got this show uh, in the morning, and I do receive a significant number of emails. Uh, you have to understand where Glenn Beck is coming from with a lot of stuff. His analysis and everything is right on. Uh, I understand the sarcasm doesn't really translate well in radio, and I know some people do with that, but I want to encourage every person to uh, go ahead to uh, Glenn Beck. All of that's live, and you get that live all the way around the clock until the evening, which is Ben Shapiro and Dana Lash, and then Coast to Coast AM, Clyde Lewis, and then uh, Dave Ramsey. I mean, we have literally six of the top ten personalities uh, in radio right here for you. Tell your friends, tell everybody about the great talk radio that you get here every single day. Good to hear that uh, you guys are liking uh, the rock of talk and continue to like it as you have for a number of years. But I do have to say this, encourage people to download the app and make sure that people are tuning in. We did not change because we were just Fox News. It was a an interesting little little uh, wrinkle there. And I'm certainly having an outside in, inside out conversation here for you. But a lot of people is like, oh, Fox News isn't on there. You have to understand and remember what, what Fox News did last November and uh, how I held them accountable for doing so, such a thing. And I just don't like the uh, rhino talk of Fox News at all. Dana is particularly good, and I do enjoy her uh, significantly. So there you go. Just a little bit uh, of house business. we got D-Dad Musk and also Rebecca from uh, Natalie and Rebecca's Liberty Ladies Show. They're both uh, here in the Kiva. We've got a lot to get to here this afternoon, and we're going to be hearing from them a little bit later on. But I have to tell you this, guys. Um, the world is uh, seemingly coming to a lot of chaos, and it's not about to slow anytime soon. Uh, you will see that. And it it is sort of this feeling of impending doom, uh, both locally and nationally. Uh, remember, say even... Get your information here. We'll, I'll help you. We'll help you right through all this stuff as uh, I have through the entire pandemic. But um, <clears throat> don't become dispirited. I would also say that as well. I mean, we haven't even got to the calamitous financial markets uh, that will inevitably come. But let's start first here locally with the corruption here in the state of New Mexico. And, of course, the ever-changing uh, roller coaster carousel that has become Michelle Lujan Grisham's, uh, you can actually call her gruesome now. I'm sure the people who have left her office uh, probably say that now. 
she made her statement. I was going to carry it live, but it was completely and totally inaudible because her she has such a weak voice. Uh, maybe at the very top, she had nine, 950 people watching this. A far cry from her COVID-19, where she would get somewhere in the realm of on a bad day, 10 to 12,000. On a good day, maybe 21,000 people who are watching her so we can get the latest COVID. I mean, it's one twentieth of that. Less than a 1,000 people were watching it. There was no pomp, no circumstance, and because it's really become a very embarrassing situation for her. Both yesterday and today, we did not touch upon it because uh, we didn't really have our arms wrapped around that particular story, and that, of course, is State Representative uh, Stapleton. If you might remember the woman who referred to the Mexican on the fourth floor, that was uh, Miss Stapleton. That's what she called then-Governor Susanna Martinez. You might remember she had to apologize uh, for those uh, remarks. And here uh, she has not learned her lesson yet because she has uh, been culling money. Interestingly enough, she's from the Virgin Islands. Most people take that money, go back to the Virgin Islands. She's been culling it here and then sending it to the Virgin Islands. I'm Wondering if she's following a certain uh, politician who frequents the Virgin Islands and who is a former governor of this state. Uh, not the one before, but the one before that. His name Bill Richardson. But Cheryl Williams Stapleton has stolen millions of dollars from taxpayers. Now, what I'm about to tell you, what I'm about to tell you may surprise you. Because you have to think about things in terms of political terms. Let me tell you that this was planned, that the news media already knew that this was going to happen, that they just didn't recently discover this, that there wasn't just a few people who knew about this, that this was widespread, that the Democrat Party was heavily involved, that this is all smoke and mirrors, ladies and gentlemen, because almost nothing is going to happen to Cheryl Williams Stapleton. If she were a Republican, definitely something would happen to her. But this is what Democrats do. They create this giant facade because they want to hammer everybody home. One thing happened with Hector Balderas last week. We haven't even gotten to that. The avant-garde deal and what's happening with uh, Hector Balderas. His, he took out a big op-ed in the paper on Sunday, You of course, or Saturday, excuse me. Uh, you all read that. He's doing everything he possibly can. And then right on top of that, we delve into Stapleton because this covers up the stuff that's happening uh, with uh, uh, Hector Balderas, which preserves his political career. They've been holding on to this for a long time. They knew that she was corrupt. I mean, this goes back to, you know, like three, four years ago when I was first looking at the stuff that was happening on the state fairgrounds in the Office of African-American Affairs. Do you recall when this stuff was happening? Everybody kind of, uh, well, nothing's uh, really going on. And someone got a slap on the wrist back then. Here we have State Representative Stapleton. She's been culling that money out. Michelle Lujan Grisham, Hector Balderas, all the Democrats get together. What can we do? Who can we go after so that the voters know that we are accountable and we're willing to go ahead and take out one of our own, right? You know, things really start getting bad. Things really start getting bad when they have to start creating these types of situations. You know it's an election year, a political year, because they always have their sacrificial lamb, and we certainly see that and other endeavors as well. You know, the sacrifices that need to be made so they can continue to have power. Because sacrifice is what is required for you to gain more and more power and for you to keep power. So how did you just suddenly create this 32-page search warrant, get into $5.3 million in the Albuquerque Public School? You don't just say, oh, you know what? Look over there. There's there's $5.3 million. 
<laughs> this has been going for more than a decade. They've known about this stuff. This was all developed, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, back in April. How is it that all this got kept for so long, for a couple months, and why was it released right now? That's the real question. There's two other things that also happened. We'll talk about that in a second. But this also helps them not just cover Hector Balderas, but also the impending masking and vaxxing that is going to be happening here in the state of New Mexico, right? We all have to make sacrifices. We all have to do the right things. Let me tell you what's going to happen to uh, Cheryl Stapleton. Nothing. She won't even lose her seat. Maybe the only thing that's going to help her lose her seat is me saying and outing the Democrats for who they are right now. State Representative Stapleton will never have to pay back this money. It will disappear magically. This will get shoveled under 4713, the journal. Everyone will just suddenly forget. There's another thing that this serves. Not only is Stapleton gone today, but there is another quote-unquote African-American. You know, it's kind of amazing. I think Every African-American, Dowd, has left the cabinet or the power Mm -hmm. position Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Governor Lujan Grisham's cabinet. Have you noticed this? The Office of African-American Affairs. And today, the PED head, Ryan Stewart, for quote-unquote family reasons, he suddenly resigned today. And then on top of that, like this is so intricate and so complicated and done for a reason. They create these, this level of complication because they want you to understand it. They want it to feel like there's so much energy going around so that they can play the public and say, hey, you know what? We took care of it. Remember Stapleton? Yeah, I don't really remember. But, you know, she had she got penalized, this, this, and this, and she lost her number two position in the, in the House. Uh, Stewart had to resign, but they're not saying it's officially because of the reason that we actually know it is, and that's because – Albuquerque public school employees are now put on leave, 13 of them in all, because they were involved. Do you think they could have kept the uh, lid on this for that long? It was kept on the lid back in April. Hector Balderas was was working on it. Didn't release anything until just today, yesterday and today, right? And you have all, and, and, and by the way, it is Brian Colon's law partner, which He's not in that law firm anymore. You might know Brian Cologne, who's running for attorney general. See, do you see how this power works? You see how everybody's right there? They act like they all didn't know. They're like, uh, hey, Cheryl, just going to let you know we're going to take you out today. It's going to be ugly. You'll get through it. Tomorrow's your birthday. Things are going to be cool. You're going to come out just fine. We'll take good care of you. You get to keep a lot of that money, but you're going to lose your position. And you got to take one for the team in this case because we got a big gubernatorial election next year and things don't look good. I'm telling you almost verbatim the conversations that are happening within the Democrat Party. How do I know? Well, I know the Democrats. This is how they lie, cheat, steal, manipulate, maneuver. They're conniving SOBs. There's no doubt about it. The outside counsel for APS said the investigators are looking into the role that other APS employees may have played in assisting William Stapleton. Do you think that uh, Luis uh, Robles already knows all this stuff? You're absolutely. There's no question because Brian Colon's feeding him on the other side. You have the state auditor. You have the attorney general. You have the timing of this whole entire thing be, uh, being released. You preserve Hector Balderas' uh, power. And then you have uh, Cheryl William Stapleton, who made a bunch of money, who doesn't care that much about power, will oftentimes work with some Republicans. 
And then Michelle Lujan Grisham gets to act like she's the one who's cleaning house. When this was all set into place, and they've known about this happening for a very, very long time. Now, if you go to the home for New Mexico politics, Joe Monahan sort of plays into this as well. Because he also increases the drama. We're all sitting there on the sidelines watching what's happening with Cheryl Williams Stapleton. We're looking at the fact that $1 million is being taken from the Albuquerque Public Schools when we get $5.3 million. Talk about the whole setup with veteran lawmakers, how it's going to play politically, how the Republicans aren't coming out and hammering uh, Cheryl Williams. The Republicans are like, yeah, we know nothing when we get prosecuted. But if there was an R next to her name, I, I bet you sure as you know what, they'd be, they get prosecuted and, and be forced to resign tomorrow. They don't even call for the resignation anymore because they know that it's totally worthless. Stapleton's going to dig in her heels. They're going to maintain power where they realize she has enough power and they're going to play it out. This corruption, and when is this happening? Very slow news cycle. You know the three slowest months of, of the news cycle? Oh, yeah, it's June, July, August. Had this happened in March, April, May, or had this going September, October, it would have had an impact. Legislature's not in session. Not a whole lot of stuff is happening. And they're sitting here making hate. And it's kind of interesting. It's sort of like Joe Monahan was tipped off about all this kind of stuff. Because on his own blog, and remember, he's sort of the mouthpiece for the left. Make no mistake about who Joe Monahan is and what he's, he does. I'm friendly with him because I like interacting and I like uh, giving him information, which you know gets them all worked up. But make no mistake who Joe Monahan is. He's the telegraph. He's the gaslighting that is happening here in the marketplace. He's like, well, we're about to get in those flash floods. He's always good at like making a one-sentence thing. We're going to have a flash flood of news coming this week. Oh, better pay attention. Tipping you off. And sure as uh, sure as uh, he says, Cheryl Williams Stapleton, Tuesday morning, front page of the Albuquerque Journal, Wednesday morning, letting you know that the Democrats are out and they're going to go ahead and take corruption down. And that's the way this looks. Because at the very end, it shows that Michelle Lujan Grisham is willing to take on her own. And this is the right time, Ryan, if you wanted to go ahead and resign your position. And we don't like you very much anyway because you lost us, what, $25, $35 million <laughs> for failing to go ahead and oversight. Out, this would be the perfect time to go. And we could just take out the other African-American uh, in power here in the state of New Mexico. Because we Democrats, home of the Ku Klux Klan, this is kind of taking a cheap shot, I should say. <laughs> but it's an easy one at that. like to take out the black people in our own party. We're, we're done with them. It's a low blow, but you hear what I'm saying. I don't mean to be so cynical about this, but we have seen this facade, this uh, all the world's a Shakespearean, all the world's a stage facade that the Democrats have con con continued to concoct over time. You know as well as I do, nothing will happen to her. You know as well as I do, nothing will happen to the 13 Albuquerque Public Schools employees, okay? It creates headlines. Remember, these people are hard. Are they even named? Are these people named? No, we got 13. Who are they? What are their names? Well, we have to dig through the 32-page search warrant, and I doubt it's even named there. They're just crafty and smart enough to figure out how to hide everything and, and, and give the, the, the people enough. I guess if you could say as far as this much. She has some crazy get-ups. Did you see that blue outfit that she's wearing? Yeah. Uh, she likes uh, to be noticed. Yes, uh, that is, uh, wow. I don't, I don't know this woman, but let me, let me say this. That is, uh, certainly something. Holy moly. 
Wow. Okay to pay uh, from this particular one. $5.36 million from March 2006 to June 2021. Uh, it's a company called Robotics. It details uh, that Robotics' primary source of income was with APS. And uh, the New Mexico Attorney General investigators noted that the procurement process with regard to Robotics was not performed in accordance with state law. I, I wonder if it's ever. Who isn't making money? Who isn't m- making money on the grift one way or the other by setting up these contracts? Oh, yeah, that would also be Michelle Lujan Grisham. Her $750, uh, $50,000. She knows that she certainly, and this also sort of uh, conveniently hides what she has done with the state of New Mexico as well. Cybercast for, uh, Cybercrest uh, from Robotics was what it's called. Investigators have determined that she proposed numerous legislative measures specifically for CTE for public schools. At least three of those bills are known to have passed. Two have been subsequently funded. Cheryl Williams Stapleton is a CTE director for APS and an integral part of securing the contracts for robotics. Now, this very same thing actually happened with your newly elected CD1, and I'll go ahead and allow this to go out uh, now, your newly minted CD1 representative, Melanie Stansberry. Melanie Stansberry is privately contracted, right? She also works within the University of New Mexico. Then she goes into the state legislature and she makes sure that those particular wards go towards the state of New Mexico. So she kind of benefits from both sides of this. We saw the same thing happen with Virgin Galactic. Who benefits? Who are they? Uh, certainly the case with the, uh, the Green New Energy deal. We heard with Larry Behrens, the person who was negotiating the deal with uh, Avangrid and inside and advocating for the passage of the uh, ETA and the Green New Deal here in the state of New Mexico, then goes into Michelle Lujan Grisham's cabinet, I believe, or she's sort of elevated, and goes and works on behalf of the state of, of New Mexico after she had ordered the contract uh, or after she had worked on behalf of the private entity that was going to directly benefit. We see this happen all the time. This is one of the reasons why you continually see in the state of New Mexico, people who never owned a business, people who never did anything of any real consequence in the state suddenly become rich. They know the lobbyists, they know how to get paid, they know where to come out on the other side. One particular guy, if I'm not mistaken, I forget his commercial real estate deal, but he was actually taken out. Uh, the uh, commercial real estate deal that was done for him, he benefited on the other side, but they took him out because they just didn't like him. This is happening all over. This isn't just some one-time effort from the uh, from the Democrats. This is what they do. They have contracts with the state. They like to do this stuff, this disclosure stuff all the time. What contracts do you have with the city of Albuquerque? I had to fill that out when I was doing the mayoral stuff. I have nothing. The city of Albuquerque won't even talk to me because I'm a Republican. They, they have no interest in me whatsoever. But if it comes to a Democrat, you'd have to go and disclose this stuff. And how many times have we seen some of these people run and they don't disclose a single damn thing? This is certainly something that many people up in Santa Fe were probably aware of. Obviously, the people of the Albuquerque Public School we're aware of, and they know when to finally drop the hammer on this, make it go away. Because look, Cheryl Williams Stapleton has made enough money on all this. If I'm not mistaken, Dowd, I she thinks I think she has a building named after her yep. 
at the state fairground. Uh, thanks to Bill Richardson, I think. Oh, okay. There we go. So it, it goes far, even it goes back even that far for for her. Well, they can be neighbors in the uh, Virgin Islands. Beautiful photos that Bill Richardson uh, takes out there. So there you go. I'd love to get to your reaction uh, on this, on my comments, thinking that this is just all just a facade that they're going to play out and there's going to be no real consequence uh, to this. And you can go ahead and uh, call in directly. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Let's jump into weather and traffic and then back with comments from uh, Dowd and Rebecca. All right, as we put things together, starting with the weather, we notice uh, pretty nice skies out there right now. A few clouds, but doesn't look like it's going to turn into anything rain-wise. But I will tell you, it is really super into Harris. Clear skies, a little wind blowing, 84 degrees, 90 at the Rock of Talk. And on the roadways, coming away from uh, Kirtland Air Force Base, a bit of a struggle right now north on Eubank between Chico up to the I-40, kind of what you would expect at this time. Still very slow on I-25 northbound from Gibson on up to Central. And that westbound side of I-40 struggling right now from the uh, big guy all the way across over to Coors Boulevard. But at least no accidents or stalls. That's the good news. All right. We're at Salon Deluxe today where these people are just excellent when it comes to colors, cuts, perms. If you would like to get something done with your hair before school starts, you got to go to SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. All right. Thanks, Rudy. And uh, some quick commentary there by uh, uh, Dowd and Rebecca. I shut your mics off just for a second because I know you guys were conversing. But uh, your thoughts quickly on this. Uh, well, Eddie, I would say this didn't have to happen. And you know why this didn't have to happen? Because many states have laws and even provisions in their constitutions that do not permit local government employees to serve as legislature, legislators and then funnel me- money through the legislature uh, to their own little job. Kentucky, no person shall at the same time be a state officer or deputy officer or member of the General Assembly and an officer of any county, city, town, or other municipality or an employee thereof. That's Kentucky. Uh, Michigan, no person holding any office, employment, or position under the United States or this state or a political subdivision thereof, meaning local governments, school districts, uh, except notaries, public, and members of the armed forces may uh, be a member of either house of the legislature. New Mexico, <clears throat> the only provision that restricts uh, public employees from serving the legislature is no person shall be eligible to serve in the legislature who at the time of qualifying holds any office or trust or profit with the state, county, or national governments. That means local government, city, uh, village, town, uh, local school districts, uh, you can just go up there to the legislature and procure as much money as uh, you can. My favorite provision here, I believe, is uh, Wyoming. In the Wyoming Constitution, and this spells it out very clearly. No person may hold an elective public office in any governmental entity which provides any funding for or receives funding from another governmental entity. These provisions are designed to forestall the conflict of interest and the corruption that we have seen, allegedly, but I think they're probably going to be able to prove their case against uh, Cheryl Williams Stapleton. And I agree with you, Eddie, uh, even if she is convicted it will be a slap on the wrist uh, and nothing uh, very severe. Uh, final point about Cheryl Williams Stapleton, ladies and gentlemen. She has the, uh, Af- she's, according to TJ Wilhelm, our friend uh, in the local news here, she has been, quote, a leader in the African-American community. In 2008, Governor Richardson named the African-American Performing Arts Center after her and, bringing things a little more current, she was asked to speak at a live news conference by the current governor following, you guessed it, the death of St. George of Fentanyl. Mm. Perfect. 
just well placed, and uh, I will not let her live down the fact that she referred to Susana Martinez, our governor, as uh, the Mexican on the fourth floor. Uh, very quickly, you, Rebecca. Well, the Mexican on the fourth floor. I, you know, if a Republican made that kind of comment, they would, I mean, they would be persecuted like you would not believe. But we see this over and over again. We see these politicians, Democrats, a lot of them, going into public office and coming out millionaires. Just over and over and over again, we see it. And there are rules when you're in federal employment that you are not allowed to use your influence to for personal gain. But yet they violate that over and over again. And nobody does anything about it. I think one of the things that uh, we are supposed to hold them accountable with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is the the ethics committee that finally got approved after I don't know what nine, right? Uh, Where 10, are they? Time. Well, it, it, nothing happens. No, uh, and, never. And by the way, the uh, man who was taken out of his position, I believe, was it, was it Griego, Phil Griego, if I'm not mistaken, yes, Senator, who, yeah. who benefited directly from this. And this is going to be far worse. And I think. Her race is certainly going to help in, in all of this. Uh, I think, you know, I, I, I hate to say it that way, but she is not going to have to resign her position. They will not force her out. Hopefully this uh, conversation that we're having here today will certainly uh, help uh, push her out. But asking for her resignation is certainly a good thing. But uh, you finally get yourself into such a situation after you see this time and time again here in the state of New Mexico where you don't even ask for that anymore. The Democrats can, but generally, by and large, Republicans don't. And an opportunity to take a shot, and uh, nobody seemed to go ahead and do that. 431, back on this day in but 1963, uh, blowing in the wind. That's where the answers were. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen with Stapleton. All the answers are just going to blow away. She's 64 years of age tomorrow. So any of those uh, hoping not to dox her, you can look up her voter registration and see all that kind of good stuff every single time someone announces a birthday <laughs> in public. So there you go. 432 back and forth. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Visionary Tony Robbins said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Whether you are training to run a marathon, starting a new business, or training soldiers, you need to be committed to making that vision a reality. Set clear goals. Be determined and purposeful in achieving them. Back it all up with unshakable self-confidence. If you radiate enthusiasm and are truly excited 
concerned about what you're doing, people will be naturally drawn to you. The other final ingredient is humility. Proverbs 16 says, In their heart, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their heart. In the grand plan of life, if you are spirit-founded, you will have success because you know who you are and that there is a God and you are not Him. This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local, for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171-856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. All right, time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather, which uh, shows clear skies right now, and not a bad day out in Las Lunas. Look at that, 92 degrees, 91 at the Rock of Talk. Pretty crummy on the I-25 southbound. San Antonio's where you start pumping the brakes, you'll stay um, probably the best to get to 30 on your way over to Montgomery. Northbound side of I-25, again, still really slow. Gibson, all the way over to Central. Again, we had a stall earlier at Central. It's gone, but speeds have never recovered. And it's getting worse on the I-40, the westbound trip, now stopping at Carlisle, and you'll be under 30 miles an hour, pretty much across the big eye, all the way over to Coors Boulevard. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. Easy to get to. Just make from the 528, go west on Southern, a couple of miles up the road, and you've got Canyon water. George is ready to pour you out a gallon of it. Take it home. If you change your water, you'll change your life. At Salon Deluxe. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. She's a good girl. Loves your mom, loves Jesus, in America too. 
She's a good girl. It's crazy about elves. Loves horses. And her boyfriend, too. Oh, little Tom Petty. But I, I tell it to everybody. You got to watch that rockumentary for. For Tom Petty, I think I've told you that, right, Dow? Do you? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's the name of it again? Uh, just Tom Petty. I don't know the best of Tom Petty. Something on Netflix. I don't know. I I watched it. Uh, well, well, Rebecca met Julie, uh, and I watched it with her. It's been, oh man, I don't know what four or five months. Uh, and boy, it just I I love the heck out of that thing. That that documentary that was absolutely. Absolutely awesome, uh, Rebecca. So you, yeah. Do you guys like uh, little Tom Petty? There you go. I love Tom Petty. Yeah. Beat Tom Petty. So Julia liked it. I liked it. Uh, we, a traveling Wilbury. There's no bad traveling Wilbury. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, anyway, good good stuff. So a little free fall in there with uh, Tom Petty. But uh, I think that's exactly what's happening. On this day, 1979, by the way, uh, looks like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers concluded their lawsuit tour. So <laughs> I thought that was a perfect intro. It just started out a little bit slow for Sarah Williams Stapleton. Will she actually have a free fall? I don't think that will happen. No. Um, and uh, as far as a lawsuit, uh, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot in the way of that. Although that uh, you have the Democrats uh, pining away like uh, Joe Monahan saying, which attorney is she going to get? Is she going to get the um, but <laughs> Sam Bregman? I forget the other name of the other attorney. but Like she's going to need one. Yeah, like it's going to play out. It's not going to play out that way whatsoever. They're not going to prosecute her. And at most, she might decide to go ahead and resign her position. And doubt I know, uh, speaking of resignations here, the PED, Ryan Stewart, we've been hard on his trail. Uh, he was not here during some of the recommendations that were given uh, by the uh, health department for masking and all the updates and all that kind of thing. And uh, he was out in Philadelphia with his family. He was and, in full compliance because he was 2,000 miles away. So. Yeah, he was keeping his social distancing from these students. The ultimate in social distancing. The state of New Mexico. <laughs> but this uh, brings us to what? I have I have 10 fingers. Uh, what Can I just on, put on two hands? How many hands do I need? Uh, As of today, ladies and gentlemen, we are at 23 cabinet or senior level officials who have left the uh, Lujan Grisham administration how many months are we in she was sworn in early january 2019 so we got all 19 all of 20 and now we're what seven months in yeah uh 31 months in i guess uh and she has 23 people who have left folks it's so bad she's had two salazars leave her administration (laughs) she's had how bad is she's had two salazars (laughs) and i suspect before her well first term and hopefully only term is up she will have two Trujillos leave her administration. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad. So don't forget, uh, number 19, we, we, we covered a couple months ago when the um, the guy in charge of, uh, was it the state personnel office, office uh, quote unquote, retired at 51 years old, a little, little young to be retired. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Collins, of course, who took over uh, the Department of Health, she spent a grand total of eight months with Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, went back to UNM. That was number 20. Uh, John Salazar, the very same day that we lost our Department of Health, Director John Salazar, Department of Information Technology. He was the uh, replacement for the guy who had left earlier. He left. The director of the state parks uh, retired at early 50s again uh, in the in late June, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Number 23, our PD secretary, the, the Philadelphia's proudest son, Ryan Stewart, <laughs> <laughs> no, no longer with us here in New Mexico. Uh, no longer Rocky is the uh, proudest son, right? The way they used to introduce him, but does not look good. Uh, other stuff that they covered in today's. Notice that there was hardly a media prompt for for the 
get together with uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham and the cabinet. It was a lot of a lot of butt kissing. Hardly anybody was paying attention. There was nothing put out. And then all of a sudden, all the news stations five minutes before they put it four seven thirteen on their front page on uh, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham news conference. So like what? No, normally she like amps this stuff up for a good uh, I don't know. 12, 24 hours uh, <laughs> at least. It's because she has no good news to report, ladies and gentlemen. And 23rd person uh, that is out. And, and may I tout ourselves, sure. uh, Eddie, uh, the Rock of Talk, this media outlet you're listening to right now is the only media outlet in the state that has documented all 23 departures. Uh, we've been on this from uh, for some time. And I, I, Eddie, I look every day for some other you know, credible news site, respectable mainstream news site to document how many people have left this administration. We're the only ones who have done it. Yeah, that's uh, not interesting. And if they want to go ahead and get her money for her campaign in uh, 2022, they better not do that. Remember, she doesn't talk to Chris Ramirez. She doesn't talk to half the people now. Anybody who might give her any slight or cover her or go after her in any way, she just ignores altogether. It's, it's almost like she owns her own radio station or something. 550-5500. Uh, folks, if you want to put me on the ballot, we're slow on the uh, ballots today. We need 100 and, uh, excuse me, signatures. Let me see where we're at. Right one sec. Real-time update. Yeah, you get real-time with me. This is the way this is, it goes. Looking at a total of, oh, okay, I need 171 petitions signed, folks. And all I need for you, this is just to, to the end of the day today, I need by midnight 170, uh, 70, 71 petitions signed. And all you have to do is go to www.the1abq.com. And I need some volunteers out there that are willing to go out there and uh, sign people up. Just show up on the street somewhere. Let me know where you're at. I'll shoot you a text. Uh, you don't require anything. You don't have to touch them. You don't have to give them a pencil. You don't have to give them a piece of paper. You don't have to do anything. Rebecca certainly has done uh, her share of doing that, amping it up, yep. uh, especially with the Liberty Ladies. Thank you for that. But we need a Republican uh, in the mayor's office. We need a true conservative in the mayor's office. And, you know, I met with one of the other candidates today and I talked with him, uh, the guy that's been on, uh, Patrick Ben Sice. And, you know, he might have been getting some misinformation from the city clerk's office. And I said, you know, Patrick, hey, man, you know, uh, we've, we've got to get you either more signatures or I got to get through, but I've punched through uh, uh, nearly a thousand here. The first report came out. They reported uh, on uh, early morning yesterday's numbers at 555 within the first 48 hours. So that was pretty exciting. So we are on track to qualify to be on the ballot running for mayor and e or to be a candidate, an official candidate for mayor. So if you would help us, we'd be so kind as to help us and uh, get on there. It's for you, New Mexico. You want to clear out the corruption. You want to, because uh, there's not a whole lot of the, surprisingly enough to say, some of the entrenched uh, Republicans in the Republican Party aren't really helping with that. And there's Democrats, there's independents, there's Republicans. They're all jumping on board. And I ask and plead with each and every one of you, like I will for the next uh, eight days that we're on the air while I'm doing this. And all you have to do is just go to www.the1abq.com. Let's send a direct message to Santa Fe. Let's just send a message to the 11th uh, floor. And uh, let's get me on the ballot and let's run a great campaign for 60, 90 days and see if we can, uh, you know, uh, win one here for the for the good guys, uh, because the bad guys are all over the front page of the Albuquerque Journal. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, Stapleton, and I'll tell you, the tyranny that has become Michelle Lujan Grisham strikes yet once again. And Governor Lujan Grisham has now implemented a vaccination policy for all her state employees today. 
And I'm hearing from several of them, several of which are also signing up to uh, support me for mayor, which is pretty exciting. Uh, a medical worker or is going to be going to the state of New Mexico offices to administer, believe it or not, these shots to them because it's going to be a requirement. And if it's not, they are going to go through a hazing, uh, which you will be, and that's what I'm going to call it. I think that's fair. Let's just call a spade a spade. Uh, you're showing up. They don't want to do it. You're going to be forced to test weekly if you work for the state of New Mexico. You know, that's right. Eddie, I've uh, talked to some people over the past few days, and the attitude of a lot of people in this state is changing to where they're uh, one of the people at the restaurant. One of the restaurants I go to a lot that I've mentioned before. Oh, you can plug them. I, it's totally yeah, fine. I don't ri- ribs out in. Uh, oh, good out people. In, yeah, absolutely. MLG, there we go. And he was talking to him. I was talking to him the other day, and he said, you know, if the, he, he's certain that there's going to be another lockdown coming. And I think he's uh, thinking he's not going to comply next time around. Yeah, he's uh, he's been listening to us. We said yeah. that uh, I think last week definitively. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that the um, consequence of that is going to be a civil war. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that it's not going to be violent at this point. Uh, would uh, either of you disagree with that? Mm, I I know for me the line that is going to be crossed is when they try to force their way into my house and invade my body with uh, a experimental um, shot. I don't think they're going to go that That's far. That's going to be crossing the line. I don't for think me. they're going to go that far, but the pain is going to come with the Vax passport, right. uh, where you aren't going to be able to go to restaurants, right. where you aren't right. going to be able to board a plane, where you aren't going to be able to go to the store, where you're going to have to go ahead and and get either right. We could get to a retinal scan or temperature scan. I mean, it is going to get that status here uh, because we love our state. That's the way it is. If you'll provide us a paycheck or whatever uh, dependency uh, that you want to go ahead and give us from the state of New Mexico, the federal government, uh, we'll take it in exchange for any sort of freedom. In fact, that's what's happening. The federal government, uh, they're going to make that mandatory for them as well. And right on cue, Michelle Lujan Grisham is, is following the, the, the cues uh, uh, for that. Well, now, and, and, and they have the thing where they're they're saying, well, OK, fine. Well, you don't have to take the shot. But if you don't take the shot, basically, we're going to torture you by sticking a swab up into your brain uh, every week. And you're going to have to put up with that every week until you finally comply. It's like, you know, the beatings will continue until you finally give well, in. And I think the whether it's travel, my, my sister took the vaccine in the UK because she wants to see her family. She wants to be able to get on that plane. She wasn't happy to do it. But uh, how about getting your uh, motor vehicle registration re, 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 uh, re-registered? Uh, how about uh, how about getting uh, welfare benefits? And, you know, we have a lot of welfare benefits in this yeah. country from even, even the middle class people and elderly people are all Medicare, Social Security. So... Remember laughing? We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> yeah. We have ways of making you vaxxed. And I think maybe that's how they get the full compliance they're looking well, for. Well, they're just putting I, I got to get compliance for me. They're I just, don't get any welfare. Yeah, but they're just playing it nakedly. Uh, and they'll say, you know, here's the statement from Michelle Lujan Grisham. Right now, it's very simple. Get a vaccine or else you'll be tested. There will be no quarter for there this virus within the state government offices. I will not tolerate any unnecessary risk within the workforce under my authority. And I strongly encourage other New Mexico government agencies and private sector employers to consider doing the same. Now I'll get to the federal stuff in a sec. Hold on, Rebecca. Oh yeah. Let me, okay. let me just uh, lay this out for everybody so that they understand what the hell is happening because this is all being done by the misdirection and the confusion that's created by the CDC, right? 
we follow the CDC, we follow the, the, the guidance, but the guidance has changed how many times? And here we are, the people are fatigued, they're tired, they expect to come out of this. Uh, and here's, here's the, uh, the, the latest information coming from the CDC. And this is after the vax, of course. CDC says that fully vaccinated people, this is not a misprint, folks. This is uh, directly from uh, Insider. It says fully vaccinated people spread the Delta variant and should wear masks. That defeats every single incentive for you ever to get vaccinated in the first place. Yeah. So it's a forced vaccination. It's a forced maxing, masking, excuse me. The new science is now worrisome, and this is coming out from Rochelle Walensky. So they updated their guidelines this past Tuesday. They said the Delta variant makes it easier for vaccinated people to transmit the virus. So they're saying that the vaccine, and it's not a vaccine, remember, it's gene therapy. Yep. They're saying that the vaccine, as they call it, will not prevent them from getting the Delta variant. So why are you getting any vaccine in the first place? Why wouldn't you just focus, focus on increasing your immunity by just having, like we talked about yesterday, a better overall workout routine, less obesity, uh, making sure you're getting three squares or whatever you need to go ahead and, and raise your immunity. Uh, vaccines, this is they're also stating at the very same time, remain highly effective at preventing severe disease. So I don't know what severe disease, but it's different than Delta. And it's definitely different than the coronavirus because we're not even sure if you can't get the coronavirus anymore. The, the information is so incredibly mixed up. And here we are flinching as if this disease is going to take this giant punch. And as you guys are going to uh, about to hear in our next segment, Rand Paul has already found out that the Delta virus or a Delta variant of, of this uh, coronavirus is nowhere even close to being as deadly. One fifth as deadly as the coronavirus. Yet we're acting twice as bad as we were with the original coronavirus. It makes no sense. Now, tomorrow, President Biden is going to say that millions of federal workers, if he hasn't said already, must show proof that they received a coronavirus vaccine or submit to regular testing. And again, I'm going to call that hazing. These are people that are under the threats of their own job, that if they don't, they're going to be hazed, and it's just a matter of time after the Delta variant is, is what in the alphabet? I don't even know, right? You, you get to that next one, and you are going to be forced the next time there's another strain. They're going to continue to step it up almost like the next hurricane, right? They're going to keep renaming these things and force you to do more and more things to comply. And if you don't, it's sort of like martial law during New Orleans in 2005 or what happened in Florida. It's like they just start taking people out. They understand the psychology of all this. And we, we heard that the University of New Mexico wasn't going to mask, right? Just, uh, what, two, three weeks ago, I want to say. Uh, a lot of these students were excited about going back. But now the University of New Mexico says you have to put your mask back on. And guess what? Regardless of vaccination status, they issued a release saying that effective the same day that Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, new edict is effective for the state of New Mexico, that all individuals at all locations must and should wear their masks at all times in UNM buildings. Exactly what you've worked for ladies, after the last uh, 17 months of being on full lockdown. Not a good way to come out. The CDC, in addition to that, great article in Reason Magazine. Uh, Doubt, I'll let you go ahead and uh, drill through that very quickly. 
Oh yeah, this is uh, a fantastic, and I, 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 I labeled it under um, the mask rebellion. I mean, Rebecca's, I'm sure, going to talk to us about the uh, mm-hmm. demonstrations coming up, which is yeah. <laughs> is, is, is very interesting. Uh, and uh, I guess the writer, I forget his name, for a reason, had his, his daughter, 13 year old daughter, uh, and her Brooklyn friends have been vaccinated, but of course she still has to. Uh, be masked. Uh, if the past is any guide, this latest ratcheting of classroom infectiousness fear will encourage public schools not to open but to close, particularly in the most restrictive districts, which, of course, happen to be the most Democratic, deep, deep blue districts. Um, and I guess that, you know, this wonderful line, that I think he depicts what the, the philosophy of the know-nothings are. What's the cost of a little more masking when we get this unknown Delta thing under control? We're not asking for much, just a piece of cloth. Uh, this accommodation wow. rests on a faith-based hunch, unsupported by available evidence, that masking vaccinated people in schools will make a damn bit of difference in the spread of COVID-19. An administrative uh, Biden administration official speaking to the website STAT, which is a very mainstream uh, medical news website, uh, told them that health experts, quote, do not have studies proving that fully vaccinated people are transmitting the virus. Rather, the official said the updated guidance is based on studies showing that vaccinated people who contract the Delta variant have similarly high levels of virus in their airways, which suggested that they may yeah. be infectious to others. Again, that's just it's, the science. It's all gray. And, yeah. and really the drill down, they finally get to a point. And remember, it should be math. We should know if we're following science, there should be numbers attached to it with some level of proof. And a great way to go ahead and extrapolate since, that what the, since that's what this is. You are forecasting what it is. Just listen to this. You have a 1 in 2,535 chance of choking to death on food. If you drive more than 1,000 miles a year, you have a 1 in 366 chance of getting into an automobile, automobile accident. The odds of you dying from a lightning strike are higher than the ratio of vaccinated people who have perished while infected with COVID. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and lock everybody down regardless of vaccination status, regardless of whether or not they're actually immune or not immune. Have you had COVID before? Remember, we've made that argument time and time again. We're not dealing with math anymore. We're not dealing with science. We're not dealing with the efficacy of the vaccine. We're not dealing with, uh, you know, social distancing and everything. We are dealing with edicts that are coming down from the government, which are telling you what you can and cannot do. And very slowly, you are uh, uh, sort of killing over to this in our entire society, city, state, and around the country is coming along with this. And what's most interesting with this uh, in segment is we have to talk about immigration. I stood there in horror this morning as I was watching uh, Steve Bannon. Let me just share a couple of takeaways. While they are all asking you to do this, uh, the vaccine uh, policy that's happening in the state of New Mexico and, you know, the masking policy that's happening in our educational systems, just take a listen to this that happened in all of about 10 minutes. Ten minutes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on Steve Bannon's show this morning. And the guy who was uh, doing all the uh, discussion about this was so emotional as he had Haitian immigrants who were crossing the Mexican border in the background. And I literally watched them cross the border. And then I saw it cut to another scene that they had on 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 record out of 100 people that came in. Only seven of the people who came in were women and children. You know what the vaccination rates right now in Mexico and other Latin American countries are? As high as 18%, but as low as about 1%. You know what the vaccination rate here is in the United States of America? A little over 50% at this point. 
And we're going to go ahead and get full vaccine while these people who are coming across the border don't have any vaccinations whatsoever. Oh, sure, they're wearing the mask because they're handing out the mask as they're literally walking across our border. You know what else they're doing? They're leaving their passports because it's easier to get into the United States of America without a passport. They can't track who they are. He also reported they are not testing the border for COVID. They are not even testing for temperatures. Yet you're being tested to go into a state agency, into a business, into anything else. Uh, they are opening the doors for them to walk right into the country. It is unbelievable what we're seeing. This is why I'm talking about a little bit of Armageddon and end of the world stuff here. Uh, and they, a lot of these people are also crossing back and forth, if you can believe it, on a daily basis. That's how open the borders are right now. They're anticipating 2 million immigrants coming into the country and all these people just walking across the TV this morning, undressing on TV as I'm watching this. That's the horror that's happening. Yet the um, you know contradiction for you is that you're forced to do all these things and comply with the government. They don't even have to obey probably the most fundamental rule, which is you know crossing our borders is an illegal act. 550-5500, very, very, very quickly, Rudy Grande, weather and traffic. All right, putting things together with the weather. Clear skies now, 91 degrees at the Rock of Talk. And I-25 southbound still running very heavy. Osuna to Mont- uh, Montgomery. If you're on Paseo del Norte trying to get across uh, to the west side, from 4th Street to Coors Road, you're going to be under 30 miles an hour. And still our toughest drive is going to be I-40. Westbound the trip loading up at Carlisle, staying busy pretty much across the big eye over to Coors Road. We are at Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza. Come on by and, li- and be part of the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza on Southern, two blocks west. I'm sorry, two miles west of the 528. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock. Of all rock. right. And on this day, what, what happened with Mama Cass? Uh, I don't this day, right? He did not. Yeah. <laughs> he passed away for another reason. <laughs> there you go. All right. In five minutes, we'll check out our news. Get the shot or get tested. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. That's the mandate announced this evening by President Biden for federal workers. About 2.2 million federal workers will need to roll up their sleeves or face strict coronavirus protocols including frequent testing and social distancing. President Biden announced a policy change in the East Room of the White House, where he called on more Americans to get shots. If, in fact, you're unvaccinated, you present a problem. The administration is taking steps to apply the rule to federal contractors. The president also says he's asking the Pentagon to study when and how service members should get vaccinated. At the White House, Rachel Sutherland. Fox News. This is a mask mandate in the House is sparking outrage from some Republicans. The CDC has become a political arm of the administration. It wants to control every element of our life. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, Capitol Police are enforcing the mask policy for staff and visitors. It says anyone who doesn't follow the rule will have to wear a mask or leave the premises. The mask rule is not in effect in the Senate. The White House remains optimistic after the Senate voted to advance a roughly $1 trillion infrastructure package backed by President Biden. This will mean breakthrough investments in our roads and bridges. 
in public transit and rail, connecting every American, including undeserved rural areas. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, it's not clear if the package has enough Republican support to pass. First Lady Jill Biden is undergoing a medical procedure at Walter Reed to remove an object that got lodged in her foot while walking on the beach in Hawaii last weekend before she attended two official events. She stopped in Hawaii after attending the opening ceremonies of the Olympics in Tokyo. America is listening to Fox News. It's been called the new socialism, the goals of which are universal basic income, free health care, free college, and more. Now, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax pushing back on the new socialism and Joe Biden's proposed trillions in spending. Watch Rob Schmidt tonight and find out the real dangers of socialism. Newsmax is on all major cable systems or for free on streaming systems like Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. More than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax for news they can trust. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. The road is everything you want it to be. Everything. As long as what you want is road. To ride your motorcycle on. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Afghan translators who aided U.S. troops are being brought to the U.S. for their safety, but there is concern to get more of those who helped the U.S. out of the country. On a visit to Kuwait, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the U.S. is negotiating with that country and others in efforts to evacuate Afghans who supported American forces over the past 20 years. The United States is committed to helping those who helped us. Blinken said the Biden administration is working to relocate interpreters, drivers, and other workers. That is a, a subject that came up today uh, as it's uh, come up in conversations with a number of other allies. Many Afghans who worked with U.S. forces say they fear reprisals from the Taliban as the U.S. pulls out of Afghanistan. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. The container ship that blocked the Suez Canal for days back in March just made it to its final destination this morning. The ever given the cargo ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal has finally arrived in the Netherlands. After it was freed, the ship was held up by negotiations over liability and compensation. The ship originally set sail from China on March 8th. It was stuck on March 23rd, where it spent a week delaying ships from getting through in either direction. The Wall Street Journal says the ship has been carrying more than $700 million worth of cargo, which includes IKEA furniture, Nike footwear, and shipments for PVH, which produces clothing for Tommy Hilfiger and Calvin Klein. Ginny Cosola. Fox News. The U.S. economy grew at a solid 6.5% annual rate last quarter and a sign that the nation has achieved a recovery from the pandemic recession. For all of 2021, the economy is expected to expand about 7%, according to the Commerce Department. That would be the strongest calendar year growth since 1984. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. All right, time for hour number two, and we're going to put things together, starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, looking at mostly clear skies. I know the rain's going to be coming later this weekend, so we need to prepare for that. But right now, 91 degrees at the Rock of Talk. All right, for some reason, in uh, heading towards Rio Rancho, 
Ellison is really tight. I mean, we're talking under 20 miles an hour as you come off of Coors Bypass, heading westbound up to golf course, but no accidents or stalls. There has been on and off construction there, so that could be part of the problem. All right, I-25 southbound, the typical grind Osuna to Montgomery, and looks like uh, things are improving there on Eubank northbound. A little bit tight, though, as you leave Kirtland Air Force Base on your way to the I-40. All right, come on by. We're at Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza. This is a great place to get pretty much anything you want done with your hair. George and Janice make sure that you're always treated special. So come on by, cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho. We're on Southern, two miles west of the 528. All right, we're up to date. Let's get back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, and com. Don't forget you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. And for those of you who are so inclined, download the app both for rockoftalk.com, 65 great radio stations for Apple and Android. You can also get the Rock of Talk TV just by saying rockoftalk.tv and put it right there. And a lot of people switching over to the TV. We certainly appreciate that. We have uh, D-Dowd Muska, Hour 2, along with uh, Rebecca Allen, uh, one of the uh, hosts there of uh, the Liberty Ladies on Saturday. They'll be back. Uh, I did make a promise to Rebecca that I let her come in a couple of times because I didn't give him her her show on uh, Saturday. We weren't able to kind of put it together. But Rebecca, welcome here into the Kiva as well. Uh, hard-hitting stuff. We might be get to uh, – she has a, a little monologue prepared uh, hopefully we'll get to that in uh, our historical number three. recreation. I, I know. I think you'll like it. <laughs> Little uh, what? What is it? Patrick Henry. Patrick and, Henry. I think uh, we. Everybody's hmm. familiar with his favorite line, and I've got the entire speech. Oh, okay, there we go. Are we going to read the entire speech potentially? Yes, I'm going to oh, actually. Okay. I'm going to reenact the speech. I'm oh not wow! Going to read. Can it. we try cornered hat and everything? Oh well. Can we? <laughs> can we? Can we? We'll be able to see all of that. So we we covered a lot of ground in our first hour. Chair William Stapleton uh, gave you my prognosis on that. Nothing will almost uh, uh, happen to her. I can tell you at most she might resign her position or maybe not run. uh, And then she'll just sort of disappear into the ether and you'll never hear from her again. The money won't be repaid. Uh, The 13 employees of the Albuquerque Public Schools will never be connected to her. Ryan Stewart's going to disappear. You're going to try and figure out, well, with the PED or nothing will come of that, of course. You might uh, have forgotten that uh, he failed to fill out paperwork uh, to get us, what, $35 million, 35, I believe, uh, $35 million. That's federal money. But he stepped out at the right time, and the Democrats continue their little uh, play right in front of you while they uh, gear down and get ready for uh, the launch of them going to the House and the gubernatorial election for 2022. And all the while, they're going to get you to stay home, mask up, backs up and tell you it's for your own good and you're going to put a smile on your face so nobody can see it and you're going to be happy about it right you're going to lose control of your kids you're going to lose control of your schools you're going to lose control of absolutely everything but you're going to be okay with it right wrong you're going to start fighting back one of the best ways you can fight back start with the mayoral election start with the city council election uh, if you want to put me on the ballot i need 100 i think i put 157 more petitions today Tell everybody you know. Make it your own personal promise to yourself that I'm going to go get two more people. I'm going to sign it myself, and I'm going to go to www.thenumber1abq.com. That's www.thenumber1abq.com, and uh, you're going to go ahead and uh, sign me up and 
put me to work uh, on your behalf by getting me on the ballot. And that's what we really need to do. Now, I'm, I'm going to go a little negative here. And not that I don't normally go negative, but I just want you to understand on a grander scale, we will get to murder Mike at the bottom of the hour. He's here in studio, thankfully, as well. It's nice to see him. He's dealing with that. You know, I, when I think of uh, us having to, to fight anything, I think of uh, my good friend, Murder Mike, who I love, you know, and the mass that he has in the center of his chest. That's that, that's what I think. That really, really bothers me. They're going to start to peel away at us, ladies and gentlemen, and I want you to be ready. OK, they've set you up for calamity in every way to anticipate that they're gaslighting you. They're programming you all the time watching network last night and i'm like man that's such a brilliant film they're just going for ratings how can we get people to pay attention don't get rid of that crazy guy keep him there well president biden is also shifting into another gear talking about cyber attacks yeah you might remember the cyber attacks where they're digging into companies computers and unless right we're going to hold you hostage cyber ransom if you don't give us millions of dollars well, that's also going to play quite well into the destructions. You remember how, uh, I don't know if anybody ever watched G.I. Joe. I certainly did. But notice the, the, the Cobra. Was it the, the Cobra? Cobra Command. Cobra Command. Mm-hmm. They were constantly sowing seeds of discontent, creating yeah. chaos. And, and somehow it, they were only winning every single time the good, lo- the, the good guys lost. That's basically it is all it is. So here's Joe Biden setting everything up. And just so you know, all the world's a stage. These guys are kind of all getting together. Ladies and gentlemen, they're doing this on purpose. Here's here's Joe Biden. Okay, just take a listen to what what uh, to what he's talking about with regard to the cyber attacks. Now, cyber threats, including ransomware attacks, increasingly are able to cause damage and disruption in the real world. I can't guarantee this, and you're as informed as I am. But I think it's more likely we're going to end up as we, if we end up in a war. A real shooting war with a major power. It's going to be as a consequence of a cyber breach of great consequence and is increasing exponentially the, the, the capabilities. So he is programming you and gaslighting you for the next set. Now, now this man is definitely not in control of this country. Make no mistake about it. This old senile that you guys all elected King, let me tell you folks. He is not in command and control. Of this. He didn't he, get elected. Yeah, yeah. The, well, <laughs> quote unquote. Let me let me put that in quotes. A good point. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm, You're welcome. I'm glad you you pointed that out for us because uh, 5.3 million dollars. Oh, another 5.3 million. Did you see what the the uh, Republicans did in Arizona? They found 5.3 million dollars for election integrity, and they're challenging those votes. That's how much money they have built up in uh, Maricopa County. Okay, so back to the action here. Now, stay with me, because it's about to get a whole lot worse. You might remember the World Economic Forum. Let's go to that, because I think that is equally important. And these are the guys that are really have the, the strings on the, on the power. And this is literally Satan himself, uh, who you're going to be listening to. Okay, His name is Klaus Schwab. He is head of the World Economic Forum. Okay, This is, this is what Satan sounds like. I want you all to listen closely and the coordination here with Joe Biden. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, 
which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Cyber pandemic. These are not people who are trying to solve problems. No. These are people who are trying to create problems. Is there any reason why they're passing uh, legislation to go ahead and let people smoke pot, take drugs, drink as much as you want, don't penalize you for stealing or anything? Pretty soon, these guys, you want to talk about the real criminals in this world? It's Klaus Schwab. It's Joe Biden, the president. These guys are all in on this, and they're preparing and gaslighting you for a total world shutdown. And at this point, I will tell you, in my opinion, it is imminent. They're really trying to tell you that you knew it was coming because, as my good friend told me, she said, Luciferians always tell you what's coming. Right, Rebecca? Uh, they yes. always telegraph. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to play something that I'm going to play in its entirety. Okay, and this is uh, this is a very interesting guy. He's a Dutch whistleblower. Okay, and I, I've, I've watched this twice. His name is Ronald Bernard. Okay, now this guy is tasked with, and he's on the inside. Okay? And I want you to think about power. You don't know who's who. That that's the secret to power. Is you don't know which side of who is playing what and for what reason. He, there's about 8,000 to 8,500 people that control the entire world. You'll find that tomorrow during our uh, third hour as I play this from Ronald Bernard, and we'll share this. But I want you to just listen to the intro on this uh, chilling. Let's just put it that way. We are talking about financing wars, creating wars, so basically creating a lot of misery in this world. So, lots of conflict. And then I think to myself, if only people knew what the world is really like, they are actually all friends on the same side. Everybody thinks there are opposites like good and bad guys in the world. But on the higher levels, it is just a game and they are all working together. But then at some point, I was invited, which is why I'm telling you all this, to participate in sacrifices abroad. More of that tomorrow during our third hour. You certainly know what direction, if you've been a listener of my program uh, for the last umpteen years, as I've covered everything from Jeffrey Epstein to all of that, uh, he will literally lay it all out, and you will hear that tomorrow in its entirety. And uh, again, remember, it's a blackmail ring to get people to do things. And if you're not willing to do the most heinous things, you could never even imagine yourself because you're a normal, decent human being. Uh, 
Trust me, folks, it's going to be hard listening during tomorrow's third hour. Now, with all that being said, here's some of the things that have happened. And I'm going to just leave you with a few tidbits and takeaways for you to just think and chew on as we now embark and we're going. And, and this is really, I want you to start thinking of this. This is going to be a dark winter. Remember the long, dark winter that Joe Biden promised? I think he, he knew he was telegraphing, right? Luciferians always telegraph. Russia successfully disconnects from the global Internet during tests. Oh, there it is. There it is. We're just going to disconnect altogether and cut our countries off. We're all going to be completely and total separated. We you saw know, that coming. You know one thing that will absolutely work during that time? It's called a radio. Buy one. Buy one. I don't care if you get a hand crank or what you need to get. And that's the only thing that's going to end up working, ladies and gentlemen, if we get to this point. Because they're already talking about, I believe, brownouts in New Mexico because of the huge draw on power. The more you stay in your house, the bigger the draw on power. It's already shown. Okay, You've seen it happen in California. And with forest fires and the weather changing and shifting, that's literally being induced. I know you can't see it and you would never believe me, but it is being induced. I want you to understand there'll be massive power outages. And of course, we're going to blame probably the Russians, right? But can you imagine months? No internet, no water treatment, no cell phone towers, no supermarket. They're going to force, when are you going to be waiting for that delivery that's coming from Amazon with your groceries? Oh, we'll get it next week. No banking, no access to funds because you've only been dealing with everything electronically. No gas. No medical, no access to picking up a phone and even dialing 911. It's all right there. My good friend Brian wrote me. He sent me an Aldous Huxley, which interestingly enough, the very same day, very same day, Dowd leads his rock of talk blast that he put out this morning with Aldous Huxley. Read the, do you mind reading yours first and then I'll read this? Uh, mine is actually Thomas Henry. Oh, uh, Thomas he's Henry. The uncle, I think. Was, uh, it, was, was, uh, was it yesterday, Aldous Huxley, then? Uh, no, it was today. It was today. Oh, it was today? Okay. Uh, Daily Blast. And uh, it's a very simple quote, and I think uh, it represents where we are with Fauci fascism. This is Thomas Henry Huxley, one of, I guess he was called Darwin's bulldog because he was a popularizer of Darwin's ideas. But you can't argue with this quote wherever you stand. Science commits suicide when it adopts a creed. And do we have science as religion now in America? I would say we do. You can't question Fauci. He is the uh, the pontiff. Of medical science, right? God forbid you, you can never question. And if you do, Rome. you'll be you'll be outed. Yeah, right? you'll, be, you'll be hazed. Yeah. You'll, yeah. Something will definitely happen to you. All right, let me read this that he sent to me. It says the surest way to work up a crusade in favor of some good cause is to promise people, and I should put the good cause in quotes, is to promise people they will have a chance at maltreating someone. Think about that. The good cause that's out there maltreating somebody. What happened with Antifa? What happened with right our police officers who were getting attacked? Literally getting hit in the face with rocks, kicked. To be able to destroy with good conscience, create a new conscience. That's how you get a good conscience, right? We'll tell you what your values are. Agree to what the state tells you. To be able to behave badly and call your bad behavior, quote unquote, righteous indignation. Isn't that what we've seen over the last year? Lawlessness, excuse me. This is the height of psychological luxury. 
the most delicious of moral treats. So I'll leave you uh, with this. As uh, France has passed their vax passes, laws for bars, trains, museums, they've already uh, surrendered to the uh, statist expansionary policies of the French parliament. This is Show literally, me your papers. Yeah, it's uh, you do that so well, Dowd. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> oh, oh, is that Rebecca? Yeah. Uh, can you do the show me your papers too, Dowd? Yeah. You did it pretty good. Uh, no, I good. just I just do the Henry. What's his name from uh, laughing? Uh, we have ways of making you vex. <laughs> Be a man who prefers peace and prosperity, but is always ready for chaos and war. Better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. 550-5500. Check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right. As we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. Looking pretty nice for the rest of the day. I know during the weekend we're going to get plenty of rain right now. 82 degrees up on the hilltop in Los Alamos. It's 91 at the Rock of Talk. It is tough stuff on two sides of I-40. Now, the westbound side just hasn't recovered all afternoon long. No accidents or stalls, but from Carlisle, crossing the Big Eye all the way to Coors Boulevard, pretty well sold out. Uh, you're going about maybe 30 miles an hour that entire trip, but you're also white-knuckling it on the eastbound side of I-40. Uh, looks like right around San Mateo, you're going to start seeing a lot of brake lights, and then all four lanes pretty much stop and go all the way up to Eubank, but at least no accidents in your way. And on Pasea, if you're crossing the river, Yep, get ready for a slow trip from 2nd on over to Coors Boulevard. You may want to come on over to Salon Deluxe right now. Get your gallon of Kangen water. The, the Kangen water is, uh, this is where you get it on the west side, Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza, two miles west of the 528 on Southern. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, back after a quick break. I guess it was uh, on this day and back in 67, right, Dowd? Yep. Uh, a former Albuquerque resident. Right? The Lizard Jim King. Morrison. Yeah, uh, Jim Mor- Wow, the Lizard King. Wow. Jim Morrison and the Doors went to number one for the first time, and the, this was the first in three weeks in the summer of 67. Thanks for listening. Back and forth. The time to hesitate is through. No time to wallow in the mind China we can only lose And our love become a funeral pyre Come on baby, light my fire Come on baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883 883- Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. 
Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Salon Deluxe and Tanrio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solatone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Five forty nine here in the Kiva. I've got to make this uh, more timely, so I'm just going to always go to Murder Mike. Just open up that way with uh, with the update, so he does the drill down. And ladies and gentlemen, if you ever wanted to see what Murder Mike looks like, uh, you can actually see him. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to blow him up. I'm going to blow up Murder Mike in the Kiva. That's what the uh, that's what late night guys. Uh, he is on the mic long. He is murdering the mic. 
here in the Kiva, and uh, we're up to 73 now. And That's correct. What's going on, Murder Mike? A little bit after, with lack of, a little bit of no sleep, but we had another homicide. That's right, Eddie. We yeah. had another homicide last night, or early this morning. 12.42 this morning, APD was dispatched to reports of shots fired at the Quick Trick convenience store. That was at Central and University. We all know that as formerly 7-Eleven. That's a real haven for bad people over there. Yeah. Upon arrival, officers found a deceased male in the parking lot suffering from a single gunshot wound. APDA okay. notified violent crimes and homicide detectives, and they took over the investigation from there. Now, if you think about it, there's only five convenience stores on Central between I-25 and Wyoming. And every one of those is a haven for um, low lives, people begging, things like that. So, I mean, if you think about it, there's got to be uh, some method to the matter. You know who's a he- real hero? Hey, I, I love I love the fact that you call people low lives. Uh, we got to bring that one back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what happened to this good old plain speak? Murder Mike is uh, amazing. <laughs> only only Murder Mike can 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 call a spade a spade. There it is. Uh, I tell it like it is. Yeah, that's it. That's beautiful. Baby. Yesterday we had ineffective breathing. Today yeah. we have low lives. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, with ineffective breathing. <laughs> well, I, I used to call them cucarachas, but then I got in trouble for that. But, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there you go. Just let it, let it, let it go. I mean, it, you know, you're the guy with a mass in your chest, so you know, let it go as long as you possibly can. Mike. Yeah, go really. Ahead. All I could do is set off my pacemaker. You know who the real? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Well, I was going to say the real heroes in this town are really the people that work in our convenience stores because they imagine what they got to put up with. So I, I'd like to kind of give them a little salute. That, oh, okay. You know, job yeah. well done for those guys. I almost feel like they help out the criminals. I mean, I've seen them like, yeah, go ahead and take it. You need a candy bar? Here you go. Well, I like, literally had a guy in front of me, I want to say like about a month ago, and the guy didn't have any money to buy whatever he was getting. I don't even remember. It was like a couple of snacks and like a, a it was like a, some sort of Coke or something, and his card wouldn't go through. And he literally said, just take it, man. Just go. Yeah. That's, just, he just said, Let, just take it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even kidding. He didn't tell him, put it back. You can't buy here. No, it's no good. The guy just, just walked out with the stuff because yeah. his card wouldn't go through. I'm not even kidding. I know that the I hate saying that publicly because I feel like I'm emboldening somebody, some a hole somewhere for that stuff. But that's absolutely ridiculous. I think you're under store management to do that because if they confront the person, it could escalate into something that could turn a lot worse. So sometimes it's easier just to say, "Take it." Uh, you know, we'll take a few dollar loss, and it would be wow. a wow. Take a con- confrontational manner out of it. All right. What else, Murder Mike? Statistically wise, we're looking at eight twenty or eight assaults. Four of them were Ooh. aggravated. Ooh. Two were sexual assaults. That was at the roadway inn. Wow. The roadway was busy. I mean, you want to talk about the real heroes in this town. It's the guy that's that's got to handle the, uh, giving the keys to the person who's renting. Why is the hospitality in the industry in Albuquerque so unhospitable? We have so many <laughs> stabbings and shootings and killings at hotels and motels. <laughs> well, it's pretty bad. We heard from, uh, yeah, if you guys wanted to go to uh, Furniture on Consignment, I mean, he was a, uh, make sure that you guys go patronize him. He's dealing with uh, Motel 76 right outside his yeah. place. I know where so. the place is. I've seen it for a couple. It's been there for a while. We've reported so many stuff. things happening. You might remember the uh, the young, uh, the, the couple uh, where the teacher reported the seven-year-old, eight-year-old, six, seven, eight-year-old. She had bloody underwear. She'd come unkempt and all that. And her parents were prostituting her uh, at seven years of age uh, for drugs. Remember sure. that? Do you remember yeah. that? And finally, uh, Hector Balderas got a hold of that deal and and finally came down because APD just passed it over every single time. Yeah, and the parents just 
CYFD does does nothing about it. Right. So, I mean, you know, they're 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 a joke. But seems I'm just insulting everybody in the government. I mean, so you're insulting everybody. You're on your way out, so don't worry. I'm, about on, it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> on my way out. I got my casket picked out and everything. It's gonna be Do you a really? What kind of what kind you get? <laughs> well, if you need for, you need help with that, let me know. We'll, we'll, we'll work in a deal. We'll run trade on it. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, it's a good yeah. way to go. I might get buried in my uh, you know. Well, you might be buried in the payments. That's I'll keep. What I'll keep the urn, and we'll keep it right above our mantle, right there below the rock of talk. Would you? That, I, that, that's where I wanted. That's why. There you go. That's <laughs> it. I want my. I'm, I want my cremains to be sit in the studio and to remain here for the rest of the day. Can you tell, <laughs> can you tell Mike? Can you tell? Can you tell me? Love each other. <laughs> Will murder Mike's. Uh, scanners be cremated with him no okay. when that comes back uh there's a no there's a total refund policy on that. Okay. No, he, you're not allowed to bury that thing with with him of course you know, I'm, I'm gonna play the the ultimate joke on the crematorium is i'm not gonna tell him i got a pacemaker <laughs> <laughs> and when they put the, when they put the body in the crematorium if you have a pacemaker it explodes and boom get back in uh, all, right. all right murder mike right. as long as you're not part of the stats i'm happy let's go i won't be part of the stats Thank moving you. right along shots fired calls we had six of those uh, one was the, uh, of course, the homicide that we had on uh, Central. The other one was at the Highland Park Apartments at oh, the 800 block of Roma. Southeast. That's the one. We got to clean that place up, huh? Well, you know, this came in as a disturbance. Yep. Then while the 911 operator's on the phone with the complainant, she heard shots fired. Oh, no. So she immediately upgraded the, the call to shots fired calls. When the officers got there, they did find a victim that had been shot. They dispatched rescuing ambulance. And then it got so congested, so confused, and all the mess they went between back and forth between radio, KDT. I have no idea whatever happened with that. So no. I'm just, that may be number 74. I don't know. And anyway, we had that. And then we had another shots fire call in the 11,000 block of Towner. Oh, that's where, way up there. That, 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 that gets a lot of calls. That one in Cardenas and Dallas, or Dallas and Texas. We're yeah, always yeah. hearing about those streets. Oh, yeah. Well, this one, this poor lady had a suspect follow her home, all the way home, and then when she got out of her car, he fired on her. <laughs> he, he didn't hit her. He, he missed her, fortunately, but, I mean, he followed her home. Did they get the Did they get the guy? Well, they put a bolo out. I mean, that's all he could do at that oh, point. Oh, my gosh. Film, on, how about, do we have plates there. on the guy? What, what have we got? Uh, the, whatever the description There's was. There's so many cameras gave. in this town. How is it that we don't, with the total surveillance state, how is it that we don't have this guy, you know, crossing intersections, doing all that kind of stuff? They don't seem to, they don't work. Well, I mean, eventually they do. I, I hear bolos go out and they, they do research and they say, well, did you have a camera at this intersection, that intersection? And they, they end up tracking people that way. So the cameras do do a lot Ugh. of good, but, you know. Uh, we got to be more technologically forward on this stuff. And I think so. Leverage. So, I mean, one of the, I think, and uh, feel free to go ahead and take tips here, Manny Gonzalez and Tim Keller. Uh, the, what we need to focus on is leveraging that technology for the lack of police officers uh, that are there. And uh, we're going to talk about a story here during this segment, which is absolutely sad uh, that happened at the skate park. 28-year-old uh, shoots uh, uh, a 7-year-old, even though it was uh, misdirected. You just watch the... AP, uh, the APD just to almost practically apologize for the criminal in the video. And it's just absolutely disgusting. But one of the good things that did come from it is they had enough technology to go and find the person who committed the crime. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that's great. Right. If these guys go commit the crime, that's, that, that, that's you know, that, that's it is what it is, right? I don't want to say something else, but it is what it is. But then we can be at his door 10, 15, 20 minutes later, sort of like that uh, 
scattershot technology where oh, if there's a sh- yeah, shot spotter. Yeah. There you go. As long as we have that, we can leverage that so we can find where these shots are also fired. But I don't know how much we're actually leveraging this technology right now. I, I just don't believe it. Uh, but every single time Tim Keller wants to go ahead and, and get some sort of positive, uh, you know, uh, PR out there, you always see him doing something in front of the real time crime center like he's doing anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. we should have people that are manning that thing twenty four seven. What else? Uh, give us the stats R- overnight. RTC is on. Actually, RTC is on the on the radios all the time, but they're not always in the in the crime center. They could be in their cars and, and doing the same thing. So, oh. um, well, we had that, and we had the fifty seven uh, overdoses. We had between nine and eleven last night. Four of them were nine at. Were, we had. We did not have fifty-seven overdoses. No, what, no, no. I, I, I say I, that I, right. I keep going from code to normal. I know. Thing, I got to keep you straight. There. I could keep it straight in my mind, you know, yeah. which is what's what's left of it. Uh, we had overdoses. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us, murder Mike. Come on, yeah, just, I, I, just a little while longer, baby. Hang in there. You got two, two, three minutes on the mic. Come on. We had we had between nine and eleven overdoses last night. Nine of them were unconscious, not breathing. They were all. Fentanyl related. Yep. Narcan was on board, but still, two of them uh, turned yeah. out to be uh, unconscious, not breathing, beyond help. So the other, the other two, hopefully, I guess the the Narcan came on board. And you know, if you wake up from a Narcan overdose, uh, a fentanyl overdose on Narcan, you become really violent. You don't like it at all. So I want to let everybody know that uh, they're they're basically placing right now fentanyl in the quaaludes, and that's what's happening as these people are taking. Sleeping pills that they have no idea have a nearly fatal dose of fentanyl that is just literally pounded into the middle of them. So people need to understand that, uh, you know, what they might be dealing with that might be helping them, uh, you know, uh, methylquinone, I think is what it's called. Methylquinone. Yeah. I mean, they're, these are like barbiturates uh, that, that they're using and they're pounding because the fentanyl is so incredibly small. Uh, you can just pound it into those quaaludes. So just for everybody out there, right, uh, just pay attention, because that is a, an awful lot of uh, overnight uh, overdoses on fentanyl. There's a lot coming into the Albuquerque area. A lot of it's coming across from the border. But, yes, there is. And they also pound, uh, pound it up and smoke it like they would a crack pipe. So. Oh, man. And then, then you're putting it right into the brain, and then, you know, there you go. It, it yep. triggers it. Murder Mike, can I, have a, can I ask a question? You sure can. I keep, I keep your stats. Uh, how can we have between 9 and 11 ODs? Because no, no, nine, nine to uh, eleven, I think PM, right? Yeah, between nine, between nine, from nine to eleven ODs, because some of them sub, sub, uh, subbed out as either an overdose to alcohol or oh, no, okay. another overdose. So, okay. all right, so they, uh, so, but, so that's kind of like a general. I like precision. Yeah, I'm a precision question. guy. <laughs> Appreciate that. Keep me on board here. Keep me on board. Keep anything, me. anything else? Uh, Any we domestics? Had, we had four domestic d- d- disturbances, okay. eight or seven corrections, seven. Uh, alcohol-related down-and-out calls, and mm. seven uh, suicide threats, Oof. threats only. Oh, but oh, you know good. what? I would like to end on, the, on a really neat note. Oh, good. Yesterday, yesterday evening, AFR responded to the reports of a chihuahua that had his head stuck in a fence. A what? A chihuahua. Oh, I, I thought, I was like, dog. are we in Australia? I thought you said koala. Wow. <laughs> Put those up koala got his uh, fence stuck in the head again. Oh, the koala got his, and they got it loose, so the little guy's okay. So, and then, okay. you know, he was, uh, 18, he was either 18-year-old or 18-month-old. I didn't copy the radio to dispatch that well, but that's, that's kind of a neat note. When, when fire department goes out and gets your dog stuck, you know. Did they, cool. did they take it back to its rightful uh, home uh, on the fourth floor in Santa Fe? 
Do you know what the you know what the the number one dog at the pound is? And there's a lot of dogs right now, folks. If you want to go out and adopt, we got to put a PSA out for that. Seriously, yeah, I mean uh, it seriously. is absolutely insane. Number one dog at the pound is a Chihuahua. Is it really? Yep. So I'll many of them. There it is. I adopt one, but I got three of them next door to me that bark all night. With them. So I don't need don't, any. Don't more. let them near the AK-47. <laughs> yes, we got the AK. <laughs> we got the fentanyl. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it takes three of those dogs uh, to see the size of that AK-47. There, that's uh, terrible. Great job, Murder Mike. Appreciate that weather Thank traffic you, with Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, starting with the weather, we notice a nice day right now, and 91 degrees. The Rock of Talk. Not so nice on I-40. Kind of the pivot drive, we're calling it. Westbound, you're going to find from Carlisle West across the Big Eye over to Coors Boulevard. Uh, most of the way, you're going to be under 20 miles an hour. Pivot that and go eastbound from Carlisle up to Wyoming. Kind of the same story. Maybe not quite as slow, under 30 miles an hour there. But I don't see any accidents or stalls at this time. I-25 southbound, that's pretty rugged right now from Osuna to Montgomery. And Paseo del Norte, that's a crawl as well, leaving the I-25. It'll get a little better beyond uh, 2nd Street, but not much on your way to Coors. All right, we're at Salon Deluxe for the next 15, 20 minutes. We'd love to see you out here. How about a gallon of Canyon water? And how about taking a look at the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho? You want to find out how they're so clean? Go to salondeluxe.com and watch the video. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. Let's uh, read some text. Get your reactions from the first uh, hour and a half of the show here in the Kiva. Uh, Eddie, they let the guy out of jail for shooting that seven-year-old. Says the police search was unlawful. That's right. Violated his uh, constitutional uh, rights. Uh, Dowd, could you pull up that story very quickly? I included that one uh, that's in there. Um, and this just uh, came out uh, overnight. Pretty disgusting. But this happened at Los Altos Skate Park. And there was a bit of a fracas uh, from what I understand, and uh, apparently the guy went to, another person went to their bag. The other guy came back a few minutes later, shot into the park, ricocheted, hit the seven-year-old, yep, yep. and uh, the seven-year-old uh, hit him in the head with a bullet, believe uh, it, it or not. It all started with someone shuffling through a, a skateboarder's backpack, uh, an attempted kind of robbery, I guess, burglary. Uh, the skateboarder, 28-year-old Mario Garcia, confronted the woman, who then said she was going to get her boyfriend, who ended up uh, uh, coming to the park. Police said that by that time, Garcia had left, drove in, by in his truck, and shot into the park. What a, yep. what a great great decision-making process there. He hit the seven-year-old who was not involved in the confrontation. The shot ricocheted and hit the child who was on his either a skateboard or a scooter. Now, we heard, what was it, last night uh, that he was released. This was a KRQE report. I guess this was the first time that boy had gone to the skate park. The mother, obviously, in tremendous... We'll never uh, go distress, to the skate park again. Uh, terrible. The, uh, the mother said justice was not served. I, who can blame her uh, by uh, by the system? Her young son was shot in the face last year. Uh, Los Altos Skate Park has had its issues over the years with crime and violence, including the July incident and the skateboarder, again, the aforementioned skateboarder. And why was he let off uh, his constitutional rights uh, right, and uh, unlawful search and seizure? Uh, District Attorney's Office dismissed the charges, and this is one of the things Raul that... Torres. This is one of the things that I think is all too often lost in this notion of, you know, oh, too lenient judges. Believe me, we've got a lot of bad judges in, in, in New Mexico. Oftentimes you have a DA will either dismiss the charge or they'll let the crook plead out to a lesser charge, meaning they'll serve less time in jail. 
those are other forces that keep keep, keep these punks on the street and the turnstile thug uh, and all that that kind of uh, uh, well I won't call it justice. So in this case, it's the DA dismissing the charges. The court said the search of his apartment was uh, unconstitutional and the gun could not be used as evidence. The DA's office said without the gun they couldn't proceed with the case. So I guess this is the DA and the judge working together. Uh. Uh, what the mother found frustrating, uh, she found it frustrating and concerning. He walks as a free man. He's able to go back to that skate park. Uh, what if he does that again and someone else is injured? Uh, we have a seriously broken criminal justice system. Well, if there's nothing Mexico. broken about the criminal justice system in this particular case. This is one person and the judge getting together. That would be Raul Torres, who is now running for attorney general. You want complete and total lawlessness in the, the state of New Mexico? There you go. That's exactly who's running for the attorney general. And we don't have one single Republican who's running for the return, attorney general. Oh, uh, and meanwhile, uh, Raul Torres, uh, the beneficiary of that Soros money, uh, he's working with a Georgetown Law School think tank to prosecute who? The New Mexico Civil Guard, those guys who have not harmed anyone, yeah. not shot anyone. That's uh, uh, your DA. Good guys, by the way. The Civil Guard, very good guys. Uh, the prosecutor is the hub of the criminal justice system, Eddie. The DA decides to pursue charges. There it is, directly on Raul Torres, ladies and gentlemen. Go after him. Uh, uh, go after him publicly. Uh, just like the anti-American protesters stand together, we the people need to stand together. Oh, I love this, Danelle. Uh Fauci and his sheep aren't worried about the thousands of people crossing our borders legally every day. Some have even been diagnosed with typhoid. That concerns me more than the COVID or the variant. Flip-flop Fauci constantly has a new story lie that changes the dynamic of everything. I'm a law-abiding citizen who is not going to arrest the mass vaccine insanity. Arrest me. Wake up. Follow the science. You know, this is something that we need from our, they're forcing our representatives. And you saw that uh, Chip, uh, what's his name from, Chip Roy from Texas. I think he had a great rant that's been played on every show. I'm not going to play it here this afternoon. But until those particular people in the House who represent us are willing to risk arrest, they're going to continue to come after us, the people. So these guys should just totally risk it all at that point. Uh, follow the science. People who have been vaxxed are getting COVID, and they aren't even protected from the variant, as we said earlier in the show. Masks don't work. Fauci is misleading our country by harming our herd immunity with masks and keeping people isolated. We need to end this now with another election around the corner. This is Pelosi's opportunity to push more mail-in voting. Enough is enough. Eddie, I'm all for the shot of truth, not a roller coaster ride of media and Democrat fear-mongering lies and deception. This is great. Uh, sadly, they claim to be on the hunt for misinformation when it's they who are misleading, lying to the public. What a clear thinker you are. Having to bribe people monetarily to get the vaccine, which is not officially a vaccine. Not only is your state government doing it, I think they announced the, the, the couple last couple of winners over the last the fourth week winners, uh, but they're now doing it nationally uh, as well. Uh, Eddie, I was walking into a Smith's today in Albuquerque. A guy's walking out the front door of Smith's with two big shopping bags full of merchandise. The alarm goes off. A worker standing near the front door yells to the guy, nice job, at, at le and then lets him walk out the door. Then a woman, two seconds later, she's also walking out the front door with two big shopping bags full of merchandise. When is the looting going to start here in Albuquerque? I think pretty soon. She also walks right out the front door. I asked the worker why he did not stop them. He said he would be fired if he did. According to Smith's policy, he said he had to sign the document with Smith a few months back saying that he understands out of Smith's policy that he cannot and will not stop shoplifters. And if he does, he will be fired. And that is at the Wyoming and Academy Smith's, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Larry Barker has done several stories on her over the years. He's also confronted her in person. She always blows him off or gives him some BS answer. I'm assuming that's the governor. Oh, yeah, because I was saying he wouldn't talk 
there was a big confrontation about a month ago between yes. Larry Barker and, and Nora. Remember, was it Nora, Nora? Sackett? Yes, Nora. Beloved Nora. Yeah. Uh, give us the update on that. See if you can find that. Eddie, the New Mexico Restaurant Association needs to make a stand now. One open is an easy target. All open will break the state. Time to put the membership worth having. There you go. Remember time, the time for some civil disobedience. I like that. Peaceful to comply. And certainly uh, Rebecca has done her fair share Absolutely. of that. She's been leading the charge out there in the field. Remember in the diary of Anne Frank, Eddie, one of the most prized possessions was the radio hidden in a book. That's right. Because of a free, because free speech was banned, have a radio, a gun, and funds, and a backdoor plan. Yeah. And there's so many people who are ready to come here and defund the radio station, I can tell you. Oh, by the way, just in case you guys uh, all want to get me on the uh, ballot, how many more do we need? Do we need more petitions? Let me look real quick. Um, I was looking for 157. Uh, let's see what we have now. We are looking at... Ooh, nice job, ladies and gentlemen. Go to www.1ebq.com. We are 115 away. Let's get 115 uh, before 10 p.m. today. Remember, they want to make our numbers look bad. They want to show that we are not fighting back, and we, of course, are. Um, oh, cool. Can I ask a dumb question about this online process? If they, mm. you, you put in your information, mm-hmm. date of birth and everything, how can they later claim that's a false? They can't. They can't. Uh, every I mean, single I, one of mine I mean, counts. It verifies you okay. on the fly yeah, okay. as a legal voter. Yeah, okay. and you are. It, but do we know they won't claim? <laughs> No, no, I don't no, think we can no, put no, anything. No, no. They'll try anything. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's it's a hundred percent. And and we're not taking any paper petitions right, or anything. Right, right, so right. again, it's the number one abq.com. The number one abq.com. Only drawback is, ladies and gentlemen, you have to live in the city of Albuquerque. Yeah. Oh, but you don't. If you want to text me directly and you want all, all the information, I'll text you right back. Hmm. Uh, Eddie, the hippie movement was created by the CIA. Jim Morrison, Frank Zappa, and lots of '60s artists. They were all MK Ultra. Uh, it's an interesting thing about the uh, the the 27s, right? You don't forget. Oh, yeah. yeah. 27. Uh, Eddie, thank you for the shout-out. I consider you a good friend, too. Oh, there we go. Oh, very nice. Eddie, I don't live in the city limits, but I would like to help your mayoral campaign. Please let me know how I can help. Uh, I wish you the best. Our city, our state need change. I pray that you and Mr. Zanetti win and get our state back on tracks. So let me paste that, send that, bing bong. You probably have friends way. in the city, right? Well, you know, if you don't live in the city like me, I live in the East Mountains. You know people that right. live in the city. You have family that lives in the city. Sure. Call all of them. Email them. Text them. Whatever you got to do. State Say, confirms nearly 5,200 get COVID after the vaccine. There you go. 80 dead. The head of the CDC releases bone-chilling claim, COVID mutation bypassing vaccines. There you go. The breakthrough. The breakthrough. This there. is uh, one COVID symptom commonly reported in vaccinated people. Uh, the madness of seizing, sneezing. Um, let's see. CDC confirms that viral loads in vaccinated people with Delta are indistinguishable from unvaccinated. Ooh. Oh, there you go. So now you can't even tell who's vaccinated, who's unvaccinated. CDC confirms that viral loads in vaccinated people with Delta are indistinguishable from unvaccinated. Um, let's see. Remember that Vault 7 leak said the CIA could digitally frame anyone. I don't know what that is. What do you think about that? Anybody can anybody help me with that? That's that's beyond my pay grade. I don't I don't I don't have that in front of me. Eddie, I saw Dr. Summers today. He is worth every penny of his fee. Yes, he is. I've seen him too. Do you uh do you do you do you use Dr. Summers, Rebecca? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was having a problem that had been persisting for months and I went to him and 
one little office visit, he uh, found a solution, and Bing ever on. since then, I've been 100% better. You've been a happy camper. I would Absolutely. trust him with my life. I totally. trust him with my life. Uh, I do. I was, uh, it, I see. They have already identified the next strain of COVID. It's called Lambda. I didn't know that. Did anybody else know that? There it is. You'd think that after the Delta variant, it would be the Epsilon variant. Right. How come they skipped a Lambda? Well, they, they're going to run out of letters really fast. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Is, that was yeah, Lambda, 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 exactly. <laughs> Indeed, the mama cat. I know that one. Indeed, the mama cat's cautionary tale was used on us as kids to keep us from talking or running with food in our mouths or chewing gum in bed. <laughs> wow, that's uh, hilarious. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate uh, that one. Uh, Sean says, Eddie, it isn't just COVID jabs. I doubt any other communicable disease vaccinations are in place on the border crosses, which is why I got measles booster a couple of years ago. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Eddie, a couple of years, I texted in a question when you were interviewing state auditor candidate. Uh the Republican Wayne, that would be Wayne Johnson, uh, whether he was a CIA, uh, whether he was what CIA. Monahan's column pauses the question about why the last three state auditors missed the Stapleton scandal. Ooh, <laughs> maybe Tim Keller's in on the Stapleton scandal. That's interesting. Hmm. The lack of audit experience is a huge problem, compounded by a lack of certified internal audit licensures. I'll remember who got their uh, CIA certified in internal audit licensures. That would be uh, Brian Colon, as well as uh, Hector Balderas. They did that uh, for the spaceport, right? It's all part of their little cover. Additionally, a government is not held to the SOX, which is the standard laws, which is only required for publicly held companies, which is a rare employer in New Mexico. So the risk factors in running New Mexico government well are many and very frustrating. Thanks, Sean, for that one. According to the House Minority Leader, he was on the Clay and Buck Sexton show today. Uh, that would be Kevin McCarthy, great guy, uh, improving, I should say. I was a little worried about him a couple of weeks ago. He said the study that the CDC is using from India doesn't involve a vaccine that is in use in the United States to making this decision about remasking. That is one man who's definitely standing up for our rights. Um, I certainly uh, like Kevin McCarthy from Republican and minority House leader from Texas. Talk about Wall Street Journal article on ivermectin. Uh, I do get the... Uh, Wall Street Journal on my Kindle, by the way. Uh, I want to talk about something that's worth every penny, that is. I'll look at that. I think I did look at that. Just signed. Go, Eddie. If there was a B-A-B-B-C variant of the COVID virus, I'm not sure what that means. A couple more uh, texts. I want to just get to everybody here. There's a group of us getting ready to organize, Eddie. We will refuse any testing of federal employees. We're tired of our bosses trying to dictate our medical decisions. It's plain wrong, and it's wrong and un-American. Yep. I'm not going to say any more than that because I think that would be uh, giving something away. But, yeah, best thing you can do is uh, let me know and we'll get the information. Well, out. you know, Eddie, uh, this morning I was hauling some uh, stuff to the transfer station out there in the East Mountains. And okay. a guy that I know there that I that works there, he told me, he said, he, you know, he listens to our show, too. And he says, you know, I'm really worried. He says when they uh, he says, I'm not going to comply with these mask mandates. He said, I may be losing my job pretty soon. Yeah, there's a lot of that. He's but not going to comply. But and I that's think what there's going to be a lot do. of people that aren't going to show up. And I'm also worried about disgruntled employees who are just going to break. And yep. I think that's yep. the biggest thing. I think the most recent uh, mass shooting that we had was a disgruntled employee of FedEx. I forget exactly where, but. You know, these things have happened so many so Well, so remember many years ago when the postal workers, where the term going postal came from? Oh, it's yeah. like, remember all true. that? Yep. Well, there's, uh, uh, what was it, uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago, somebody sort of lost his marbles, a uh, young guy here locally, uh, went and shot three people. Do you, do you guys recall that one? Hmm. To look back mm -hmm. on that one. Yeah, that would happen here locally. 
You know, uh, Eddie uh, oh, also. California is where Kevin McCarthy is. Sorry. Thank you, Julian. Julian. Uh, all RT-PCR tests are EUA as well. Emergency use authorization. Yeah. None are FDA approved and cannot be. There are no FDA approved mask and disease mitigation and medical devices. Wow. Uh, Eddie, you're absolutely right. I remembered that. I remembered a little bit of that case. His name is Wade Anthony Melton. Yeah, in 2018, there you go. Yeah. showed up at the Southeast Albuquerque Food Distribution Warehouse where he had worked. I guess he, uh, he had the day off. He blocked an exit with a forklift and opened fire on the first three people he saw and then fled the scene. Right. So uh, that, it can happen here. By go. the way, Eddie, on as far as uh, government employees pushing back, I'm looking at a some breaking news. In the nation's capital, the Republicans are in mass are protesting the Pelosi mask uh, tyranny, and they're all walking through the Capitol without a mask. They found their yeah. manhood. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. What did I? Did I not just tell you yeah. about the Civil War that this was this was going to be it? This is going to be the the no mask moment, the Roberto Duran uh, moment. You know, that's really what what, what it was. Um, let's see. Yeah, thank you very much for the correction. We'll see if we can catch up on that. Uh, day 514 of the pandemic. Just a few more mandates away from freedom. Yep. Keep complying, idiots. We're almost there. <laughs> can you help me out with that group of federal employees and feed me their contact info? We need to stick together. Uh, no problemo. In fact, that's probably how you're going to, once they cut off all the internet and everything, so I'm going to have to coordinate everybody uh, and their information and start sending out various signals. You know, then I'll have to... <laughs> That's at least until they break the into the station. station and haul us all off to a gulag somewhere. Uh, do you, are you kidding me? Did I just hear that from you? <laughs> what? That, it, do you know how hard it is to get into my station? Oh, well, it's tough. true. You know, it would be a lot of work. You, even when you guys are in here, you guys can't go anywhere. You guys are like, <laughs> and we're always brandishing guns in the studio. So <laughs> That's true. So yeah. we can defend ourselves. It would be a dangerous place to break into. Uh, I thought our state government was, the doctor said the Delta was 400 times on the swab. Don't know what that means. And uh, we the people should be mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. Ironically, this quote is from the journalist in the movie network. Very quickly, Rudy, you've got about one minute for weather and traffic. All right, so let's put things together, starting with the weather. Nice skies right now. 90 degrees at the Rock of Talk. New accident. This is uh, going to be on Montano, right at the beginning of the river bridge there. So, unfortunately, it's setting you back now about half a mile, and it's going to stay tight all the way over to Coors Boulevard. As far as the drive on the uh, Paseo del Norte, looks like that's going to stay tight right now. The worst of that is really from I-25 to 2nd Street, and then you're going to find another slow patch uh, as you make your way towards Coors Boulevard. All right, uh, we're at Salon Deluxe in the next few minutes. Come on by. Canyon Water in the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho. If you'd like to learn why it's so clean, go to SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Let's go back to the Rock of Talk. And there we go. Let's hit the top of the hour news. Thanks, Rudy, for doing this. little uh, uh, grease lightning we'll start uh, the third hour with. Uh, John Travolta back in the day. You guys might remember that. Don't touch your hair. Don't touch your hair. (laughs) Uh, We'll start uh, with the top of the hour news coming up next. The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Another vaccination push. I'm Lisa LaSera, Fox News. As cases of the Delta variant are surging in some parts of the country, President Biden again pitching vaccines. With freedom comes responsibility. Anyone who does not attest or is not vaccinated will be required to mask no matter where they work, test one or two times a week to see if they've acquired COVID, 
speaking from the White House on Thursday, Biden saying if you want to do business with the federal government, contractors must also be vaccinated. A new report says there could be a link between COVID-19 and the cognitive decline and acceleration of Alzheimer's-like symptoms. Researchers with an international coalition are finding memory issues and biological markers similar to those seen in Alzheimer's patients. Both diseases have been marked by inflammation of the brain. You're listening to USA Radio News. Rockstar Radio is looking for a co-host. Yes, you heard me correctly. Nationally syndicated radio show and popular podcast. Rockstar Radio with Billy Gerard is looking for a co-host. In fact, two segment co-hosts. One will join Billy weekly talking about all things financial and another for a weekly review of the national real estate and mortgage market. Co-hosting with Billy Gerard could be the move that puts your career into overdrive. For all the details and to schedule an audition with Billy, send an email to bill at rockstar.today. That's bill at rockstar.today. Or go to rockstar.today slash co-host for all the details. Rockstar Radio is looking for two expert co-hosts. It could be you. Email bill at rockstar.today or go to rockstar.today slash co-host. Being on the radio with Billy will make you the expert in the field. It could take your career over the moon. Get all the audition details at rockstar.today slash co-host. Millions of small businesses that received money from the Paycheck Protection Program in order to stay afloat during the coronavirus pandemic will soon be able to use an online portal to apply directly for loan forgiveness. The Small Business Administration saying the direct portal, which is set to open on August 4th, will be available to business owners with PPP loans worth less than $150,000. Previously, businesses could only apply for PPP loan forgiveness through their lender. Eligible individuals will receive an email from the SBA with a link to the portal. A new survey is revealing flight attendants dealt with a lot of bad behavior from passengers during the pandemic. It says 84% of flight attendants have had to deal with unruly passengers on board this year. The Association of Flight Attendants also saying 17% of those were involved in an incident that got physical. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. A half inch of rain fell on the bootleg fire in southern Oregon on Tuesday. Fire Operations Section Chief Karen Skoll saying that normally would have slowed the fire's growth. That's not the case uh, these days, and that's due to the dry fuels and the severity of the drought that uh, is occurring. The fire burned hotter on Wednesday, and there were near red flag conditions forecast for Thursday, which means hot, dry, windy weather. The bootleg fire has burned over 413,000 acres. A judge is saying a popular musician will face trial for tax evasion in Spain. Shakira, Shakira. A judge has ruled that Shakira must face trial in Spain for allegedly evading 14.5 million euros in tax. 
They concluded that there are sufficient indications for the Colombian singer to go to trial after she was accused of six offenses by Spanish prosecutor. Shakira could face jail time if she is found guilty. The singer, however, claims that between 2012 and 2014, her fiscal residence was in the Bahamas, so she was exempt from having to pay Spanish income tax. She claims she was in Spain sporadically during that time, but prosecutors argue that she was actually living in Barcelona for more than six months of the year. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk, From the USA Radio, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. Revelco NM dot com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. If you've been looking for guns and ammo lately, you know how hard it's been to find what you're looking for. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, they expect demand to remain high throughout at least the first quarter of 2021, which means some shops and online sellers will charge crazy prices. Here's the pledge from Los Ranchos Gun Shop. You'll get a fair price and the kind of treatment you deserve to protect your home, your family, and yourself. 
Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna. Or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. Hey, Grandpa and Stella. We need to get back to work. We are working, Eva. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work if you do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Eva, Eva, we we want a race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lightning. Why could be greased lightning? Look at some more lifters and four barrel pods, oh yeah. Keep talking, what keep talking. Fuel injection cut off and chrome-bedded rods, oh yeah. We get already, we get already. With the four speed on the floor, they were waiting at the door. Do you know that in the ship, we're the guys in the in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. The, the man who might be worse than Elvis uh, getting the girls going. Uh, John Travolta back in the day with the blue eyes and the black hair and the thrut, the pelvic thrusts that were happening uh, way back in 1978. I think I can remember that time. The soundtrack went to number one thanks to the hits. The other one that I want and uh, Summer Nights. Uh, there it is for all the notes on the show. You can always uh, log directly into rockertalk.chat, Muska, hour three commercial free. And we also have Rebecca Allen, uh, one of the hosts of the Liberty Ladies. Uh, we were going to start uh, our show. I don't know if we're going to get to Patrick Henry, but I'm going to really, really try because Rebecca wants to. Heck, you know what? I'm such a nice guy. Look at that. I'm just going to let Rebecca go at it uh, because she feels like she needs to just come in with this. It's a prepared monologue. And. We're going to let her start our three is just a big old pussy cat, oh, it, isn't totally, it? <laughs> it totally goes along with what we've been talking about, too. You're going to love it. <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, if you want to go ahead and put me on the ballot for mayor, get petitions. Let's see how far we are right now. Uh, we're going to look at this. And uh, you definitely want to stick around for hour three tomorrow. It's going to be amazing uh, if you heard a little bit of the tidbit. Oh, my gosh. You guys are jumping on this. Holy moly. Hold up. So uh, here we are. We need... Where are we at? So we are 100, I know, doubt, I know, 109 away. Give me 109 petitions, folks, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love you forever. Let's get it done, people. That's it. www.thenumber1abq.com, number1abq.com. 
All right, Rebecca, let's do a let's let's have a little fun, uh, shall we, with your for sure. your monologue? Take okay. It away. So I prepared a whole bio for Patrick Henry, which I'll do on Liberty Ladies. But I'm going to do the, uh, the the famous speech. And uh, Patrick Henry was known for his oracle uh, or oratorial or how do you spell that? <laughs> oratory, <laughs> oratory skills. Oratory, oh, oratory skills. There we go. Anyway, so this is a famous speech that was done. And it was in a church, actually. So I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided, and that is the lamp of experience. I know of no way of judging of the future, but by the past. And judging by the past, I wish to know what there has been in the conduct of the British ministry for the last 10 years to justify those hopes which gentlemen have been pleased to solace themselves and the house. Are fleets and armies necessary to a work of love and reconciliation? Have we shown ourselves so unwilling to be reconciled that force must be called in to win back our love? Has Great Britain any enemy in this quarter of the world to which for all this accumulation of navies and armies? No, sir, she has none. They are meant for us. They can be meant for no other. Our petitions have been slighted. Our remonstrances have produced additional violence and insult. Our supplications have been disregarded, and we have been spurned with contempt from the foot of the throne. We must fight. I repeat it, sir. We must fight. An appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that is left to us. The war has actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it that gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And an interesting thing with this, a, a funny note I'm going to add to that. Everybody in the assembly, this was in a church where he did this. Everybody in the assembly were so blown away by this outburst of his. There was just silence in the room. And there was a um, Colonel Edward, Edward Carrington in the room, one of the many people watching the proceedings through the church windows. He was so moved that he stood and proclaimed to his fellow spectators, let me be buried at this spot. When he died decades later, his widow honored his request. So if you want to hear the full story, I've got a full bio. It's really, really good. And I'm going to be doing it on Liberty Ladies. There it is. Maybe this week. Nice little preview. Great uh -huh. job, Rebecca. And thanks for leading us off on this third hour. And uh, 550 500 for all those who, you know, like to talk about Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul. We'll say Better Call Ball. Get it? Do you guys know who Ball is? Yeah. Uh, dark word <laughs> of the entire. Yes. yes, I would also be Satan, pretty much. Um, I have some uh, little graphics down in the notes. I'm sure you're enjoying those right there as the Better Call Ball coming in. Cause yeah. <clears throat> remember, uh, Hollywood is just uh, 
a whole lot of Satan worship uh, in order for these people to sell their souls. And uh, they certainly weren't the Patrick Henry type. Give no. me liberty or <laughs> give me now. <laughs> the the great, understatement of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> the great uh, graphic that's there, Pfizer, it says uh, it's got a, a man with it. And if you don't mind putting that in the show notes for our listeners, uh, Dad, I think you can drag and drop that into the rock of talk dot uh, uh, show notes. I'm going to start doing that more and more to, Kind of helped out, make it things a little bit easier. He's got a lot. He's got a big, big, big job that he's doing when he gets that stuff out. It says, now that you realize your natural immune system has been destroyed and you will need booster shots for the rest <laughs> of your life, you may feel angry. And that's normal, Pfizer. Helping you blame others that after, after you've been injected with an experimental RNA bioweapon. Uh, you might have heard, ladies and gentlemen, that a gentleman by the name of Bob Odenkirk, very funny, uh, his condition is now stable after a heart-related incident on the Better Call Saul set. Now, uh, originally reported in Los Angeles somehow, but it is actually here because that's where the set is uh, right here. And uh, Albuquerque born and produced. And uh, here we go with a, uh, a beautiful little vignette, a public health notice, uh, if you will, that uh, came in, uh, what was this, maybe about March or April I think is when they went. Oh, yeah. March the 27th is uh, when we did a little bit of public service. A uh, little Hollywood meets government, as often, you know, Michelle O'Hungrish imposes with uh, one Tom Hanks. We have our local store, our stars here uh, jump in and get involved to uh, promote better health and let them know that they're part of the community here in uh, Albuquerque. Bob Odenkirk and the rest of his cast. I think Joker was there, who uh, Guido is one of our uh, county commissioners. Uh, who would be, I can't, I, for, his, for some reason. Stephen Michael Quesada. Quesada. Gomi. Yeah, Gomi, there you go. And a bunch of others showed up. Uh, here's the report uh, back on March 27th from KRQE, and I hope it's uh, not buggy. People getting their COVID vaccine today in southwest Albuquerque. Actors Bob Odenkirk and Ray Seahorn got their first shot this afternoon at the National Hispanic Cultural Center near 4th and Bridge. They're currently in Albuquerque shooting the sixth and final season of Better Call Saul and wanted to help promote getting vaccinated. Bernalillo County Commissioner and Breaking Bad alum Stephen Michael Cazada invited them to the clinic. A lot of awareness for us to be safe when we go into the community that we're mm. part of for months and months and months right. and really respect uh, that we need to be a part of the solution here as well. They're reminding New Mexicans <laughs> to register for the uh -huh. vaccine. And after getting their shots, the Better Call Saul cast also mentioned how much they enjoy working in Albuquerque. Bob Odenkirk was even sporting a New Mexico United hat. They explained how <laughs> filming here has changed during the pandemic. Ooh. A little nerve-wracking, uh, but for me a joy once we started doing the work. We're all so thrilled to be back here and to be back in uh, New Mexico, and we love shooting in Albuquerque. But there's a lot of precautions that uh, Sony is putting in and AMC, um, social distancing, people in zones, mask wearing until the last second when the yeah. camera's rolling. They say many of their crew members have already been vaccinated. Oh, there it is. So oh. many of their crew members are already vaccinated. And, uh, Rebecca, yes? I'm sure it's no coincidence whatsoever that he just had the jab and then he collapsed on, on set. Well, so that, that would be called, well, anyhow. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. Dowd and I are going to help out here, part of the little yeah. thing we call radio here. Uh, Rebecca just what goes right for it. Just takes the rest. Of, <laughs> should I even go anywhere with, with uh, this at this point? I mean, leave it out there. Yeah, it's all right. Just you know, just run right through it. Just say say the first thing that's on your mind. That's on everything. No, it's it's my job to entertain and get people through the segment. Okay. And 
you know, draw it out a little bit so that we can get into the Q&A portion. And anyway, we're not going to do that. So here we go. As you just heard, he did collapse. As Rebecca uh, told you, uh, he had the uh, collapse and uh, it was a bit of a rescue, uh, believe it or not. It was a heart related incident. And the reason why it's important to talk about this is because many of these heart related incidents are happening generally two to five months after people get the jab. And this is well documented and seen out there. And um, we're not advising you to or not to get the a virus on an account of what's happened with Bob Odenkirk. But what we are saying is there's a lot more um, conditionalities that should be in place before we start forcing this type of health uh, uh, decision upon every man, woman, child, every state worker, every federal worker, et cetera, et cetera. Healthcare should be a choice. Now, look at Pfizer for a second. Pfizer is making more money because they're getting paid maxim, uh, max amounts because of the money that's going through the government. And Pfizer, you know, with all their disclaimers that they have on all their various drugs, you might remember this from back in 2009. Now, this was a monumental settlement. I don't think we should be trusting these pharmaceutical companies. We certainly don't trust Moderna, M-R-N-A, right? Remember? Moderna, the R-D-N-A, remember? We're changing the exactly what that is. They didn't have one thing. They made $7.3 billion on their first day in the market, just on their IPO. I think we had another IPO today. Started at $38. What was the name of that uh, app? That uh, oh, Robinhood. Yeah. Robin, Robinhood. There we go. So the Justice Department back on September 2nd of 2009 announces the largest healthcare fraud settlement in its entire history to guess what company? That would be Pfizer. The very company that is in charge of administering these jabs, putting one of what, J&J, where we have uh, uh, AstraZeneca, uh, I forget the other companies that are involved in all this. And they're making money hand over fist. Does anybody really trust them when we don't even know what's in any of these? I guess we'll call them jabs right now. Um, I think this hits a little bit close to home for a lot of people who have gone through this process and seen this. And I know that. It doesn't surprise any of you. What really is interesting is there's no commentary from the news organizations and no relatability to what happened back on March 27th and what's here. We're doing it here for you. But this is, here's a guy who probably looks like he's in great shape. Is Bob Odenkirk just playing Bob Odenkirk on every show that he's on, Pretty by the way? Yeah, he's, a, he's the same guy. 58 no looks to be fairly lean and in good health. And in good health, uh, but, but collapses. And here's all the people who would be fans and uh, liberals on the left that say, oh, it's untotally unrelated. But yet we've seen this. We saw this with the uh, Swedish soccer player. We saw this with uh, several other athletes that uh, just collapsed there on the field. And like, uh, oh, yeah, they got the jab as well. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a little bit of uh, a local knowledge, local connection uh, to all this. And I hope that uh, you pay attention to that, uh, at least for your for your own good. Uh, we did talk yesterday, uh, age, weight and COVID risk and how in the UK we ended the show with this yesterday. UK is not going to administer vaccines to most of its children. Now, if you saw that happen at Bob Odenkirk or the Swedish uh, soccer player or any of these other things that have happened out there, don't you think you'd be on the side of the UK? Don't they? a pretty intelligent country for not administering vaccines to children under the age of 18. You want to know why? Because here in the state of New Mexico, we've had one death, one death from COVID-19. So there's no reason to go ahead and administer a vaccine. In fact, I'm going to say this and I'd probably be banned on every other mainstream media. 
But I think that children under the 18, don't we want them to get the coronavirus so that they can develop at least a 17-year, according to Dr. Eden, or lifetime immunity? That would be the better way to go, as far as I'm concerned. As the COVID risk to youth is minuscule and the adult population approaches herd immunity, what need is there for the government to promote, let alone require, child vaccination? Can this actually be a statement by any logical human being? This was written in, and the UK announced that it will not administer COVID vaccines to youth under the age of 18. Why is that not getting past us, and why are we not talking about that? In fact, not only that, the kids shouldn't even be masked because it's going to prevent them from having COVID-19. Remember kids who pick their nose, uh, don't, don't do this, don't do that, you know, roll around in the mud. It's like, how come that kid never gets sick? <laughs> One of the reasons is he's rolling around in germs and he has absolutely everywhere. She has absolutely everything. But yet there's your governor, the former health secretary who resigned her position, ashamedly, and then also got involved in another health care uh, issue a little bit later on, now recommending that all New Mexicans wear masks indoors again. Do we really need to be taking our advice from the governor when you have the entire United Kingdom uh, suggesting that children don't need masks, children don't need to go ahead and get the vaccination uh, at this point. I hope that you take it upon yourself to take ownership over your kids or the state has certainly let you know that they are going to do them themselves. And just in case you run the risk a little bit earlier in the week, Dowder and I went over an interesting article talking about this is what black women should know about the COVID-19 Delta variant. They're literally trying to shame you. Mm-hmm. And you're racist mm-hmm. if you don't take the vaccination. So there's a little bit of stuff that's happening. What's else in some of our random news uh, pieces out there, Dowd? Well, you know, just while we're on the, on the subject of the, the, the Rona, oh, I can't believe a year and a half into this, Eddie, we're still oh, talking no. about the Rona. But I wanted to throw out the, the data on, uh, well, I, I can't read all of it. It would take the rest of the show. But there are a significant number of protests taking place. Uh, they will be mischaracterized tomorrow, these protests all over the state, as they were by the Santa Fe newspaper a couple of weeks ago, uh, anti-vaccine. Uh, no, these are parents who are upset about these ridiculous vaccination and, and masking uh, policies at schools. Uh, Albuquerque, Artesia, Belen, Farmington, Logan, Ruidoso, Santa Fe, even in Santa Fe itself, Tucumcari. I know our Rebecca is involved in that. I think the best way to hook up with these folks, uh, and there's contact information online, is to go to the website for... New Mexico Freedoms Alliance. This mm-hmm. is nmfa.us. Nmfa.us. There is no excuse, folks, if you're concerned about your kids and you want to protest what's going on here. Uh, there's no excuse. We have a protest coming up close to you. We have a huge state, a sprawling state. But my God, are we looking at maybe 12 or 13 communities now? They are everywhere. They really are. So yeah. fill us in, Rebecca. Okay. Uh, you want to get the details? Go to nmfa.us. Uh, there's going to be protests starting at around 10 o'clock in just about every city in the state, um, with a few exceptions, Alamogordo, 2 p.m. on Saturday, Albuquerque, Artesia, Boleyn, Carlsbad at 1 p.m., Clovis is going to be on the 3rd at 11.30. They had to be different. What, what's the 3rd? Is that uh, so 30? So that That's be on a Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Yeah. Uh, Deming is going to be Saturday, Edgewood, Farmington, Las Cruces, Logan, Las Lunas, Rio Rancho, Roswell, Rio Doso, Santa Fe, Silver City, Tucumcari. Love so Tucumcari. there's going to be one near you, no matter where you are. So if you want to stand up for your kids and you're tired of this nonsense, you need to show up at one of these things. 
show your support. Uh, incidentally, a recent poll was uh, recently taken uh, just a few days ago, and research involved in the American COVID-19 vaccine poll said the study is the largest yet on the COVID vaccine calling it hesitancy. <laughs> I'm not hesitant. Uh, we're no, no. I'm not hesitant. No. I'm saying no. Yeah, I'm saying no also. <laughs> the poll examined who's hesitant, why, and what may encourage. You don't need to encourage us. University of New Mexico professors were on the research team. Here is what they found. 13,000 respondents. That's a lot. That's more than scientific. That's exact. 2,000 were in New Mexico focused on minority communities. Here's the responses. All New Mexicans, 22% say they are hesitant to get the vaccine. 36% say they will never get the shot. Mm-hmm. Or as my friend calls it, the clot shot. Yeah, because it's causing the, the blood clot. Uh, perfect. Uh, Republicans, 51% of unvaccinated Republicans say they will never get the shot. Oh, uh, what about, uh, you just heard today, uh, federal employees and federal contractors. You saw that right today, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, you got to remember, you got to answer our question. Have you got the shot yet? Uh, that's something that we definitely you want. You wear the to ribbon? Know. You don't wear the ribbon? <laughs> that's the best. Uh, stress in the economy can encourage vaccinations. Young adults, many do not have concerns, but they feel they don't need a vaccine. Of course they don't. They're young, they're healthy, and they've got a robust immune system. Of the uninsured, 40% of unvaccinated say they never got, get, they will never get a shot. There you go. The uninsured, right? I think that's a fantastic thing. The self-reliant people, if those people don't want it, they've lived this long, they're, they're willing to kind of roll the dice on their own. And uh, finally, a lot of people prefer privacy. They don't want to share uh, whether or not they've got the shots. And uh, most would not prefer uh, large vaccine clinics. And I'm surprised that we haven't heard about dirty needles during these vaccine clinics, right? Uh, transfer of, uh, you know, uh, genes or other uh, ailments. But there you go, folks. Uh, congratulations to about uh, 58% of you who look like you were hesitant and or are not going to get vaccinated, 13,000. I got to say that that is super positive news down. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe there's more hope. Rebecca and I have been talking all, all day about how did we allow this to happen? How are people allowing this to happen? Let's let's try to focus on the good stuff when we get good results. I mean, we are, I guess we're number 10 or 11 in terms of vaccine compliance in our state. Uh, we're not one of those uh, glorious deep southern states who are saying the hell with this. Uh, but we're not number one either. Um, I don't know. Three people here aren't getting it, right? Well, that's no. right. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, I wonder if uh, the New Mexico United is going to do like a, a shot promo where get a free ticket. I could just see Peter Travestiani doing yeah, this, yeah. right, with all the rah rah community stuff that they think that they're doing. I mean, they don't realize how bad they're hurting the community. Well, they're, they're with black their black lives matter. Yeah, their black life matters. This is right up the woke alley. Okay, so prove that you burned a building down in Albuquerque. Come to New Mexico United, get your shot, and you get free tickets. All right. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Della Sparza, who is a uh, local local yokel here with uh, in a big uh, amplifier for marketing for a number of businesses, uh, along with the Chamber of Commerce, is getting behind the New Mexico United Stadium. Now, uh, this is very interesting because we don't need a stadium. They didn't have a single seat filled in all of 2020. Um, but they're looking at this and they're saying it's going to create a redevelopment opportunity for the community. Where have you heard that before, right? The First Baptist Church, I think I was working on that 15 years ago as a commercial real estate broker. The city's report sees downtown as the stadium's prime location. Have then, Has anybody been downtown lately? Remember when we were talking about uh, the next development in downtown or revitalizing downtown? Like, this is the city. Do you know how crowded downtown and how next to impossible it is to sort of navigate or find parking? Does anybody realize that the 
parking garage in downtown is in disrepair. Oh, how do I know that? My dad, my dad has done the value engineering for the parking garage because he originally worked on it. And most of the plans don't exist uh, for that. So you got to go figure out where all the, the brace and the trusses go so you can continue to support that. I mean, we are never going to be able to support that particular stadium, in my opinion, downtown, especially with the crime-ridden overnights uh, that have continued to happen. You've got to go ahead and clean up all of downtown. And that is certainly not something that uh, young Tim Keller has done. And uh, under the watch, the crime watch of uh, Manny Gonzalez, he's not going to do either. Why is it? And I looked at, I went and looked at the the PDF of the uh, architects who came up with the Nusenda Stadium. Have you ever been out to the Nusenda Stadium? Uh, no. Okay, so it's way out there on the west side. Okay. It's a little bit of a distance. But it seats about 7,500 people. As N-U-S-E-N-D-A is what it is. And see if you can pull up the plans. And it looks like they might be able to augment the end zone where there's no, you know, um, stands or anything like that. And I think that that would be more conducive to a better playing uh, area and surface. It's actually beautiful, and it's got an amazing backdrop. And if they're only going to build a stadium that's going to be something between, you know, one to 2,000 seats more than what Nusenda currently holds, why would we not just go ahead and give New Mexico United the stadium and give them a great deal that would be somewhere you guys keep 75 cents on the dollar on all that and we'll make up and help you promote your games and we'll keep the 25 cents and then you guys pay and, and deal something in terms of uh, the repairs. Looks, and, and I think it, it looks I mean, good to me. It's young. It's built in 2013. It's not a, not an old stadium. And I think the reason why Dowd, I'm going to tell you, and I'm pretty sure you remember that uh, line. So on your ego's writing checks, your body can't cash. It's like the speech from the uh, Admiral directly to Maverick before he decides to leave with his F-14 Tomcat <laughs> yeah. from the ship. It's the ego that Peter Travesiani and the New Mexico United yes, yes, owners yes. that you have fed them with. Mm -hmm, they are mm -hmm. so incredibly self-important. And the, and the Mayor Keller has done that. The Albuquerque Journal has done mm -hmm. that. All the local media has fawned all over themselves. You know, you're, you're stepping over all this to realize that you had a national championship University of New Mexico soccer team. You're stepping all over that we reduce the number of people who are going to the football games, the basketball games. I mean, honestly, can you really support this whole thing? This is a political cause. And I'd love to see the survey, Dowd. I'm not sure where this science is coming from. But I doubt that this is, but you want to lie to people, you want to create propaganda, start creating a poll. And apparently some poll came out, and I think Sanderhoff uh, was behind this, but it said that a survey of Albuquerque residents, no idea how many, no idea what we're looking at, but they said more than six in 10 residents support the construction of a new multipurpose arena uh, and soccer stadium. Just 23% residents opposing the facility. Uh, me running for mayor, I will challenge that, and I'll take my 23% and then some, because I know probably about 6 out of 10 is likely to oppose that thing, because we have already been taking on one too many boondoggles. The latest, remember what happened with the Albuquerque Rapid Transit? They had a vote on it. Do you remember that vote? Does anybody recall the vote on the Albuquerque Rapid Transit? They pretty much voted against it, but they said what? The vote didn't count. Mayor, Mayor Barry went ahead with it anyway. We're going to push through, right? Someone's making money. Who's making money? Who's getting the kickbacks? Who's involved in this deal? Why do we need to build a stadium? This is a distraction. And as 
Sanderhoff, and uh, looks like Trudy Jones, you see her come off of that? I don't know if you saw the article on that, Dowd, but uh, uh, old Trudy yep. uh, is barking back and says, I want to see the stadium, and maybe I'll support it. I, I might support <laughs> it. principal Trudy. Yeah, but, but <laughs> You know, I always know where she stands. <laughs> but but here <sighs> you go. She she was involved with the gun buybacks with Brooke Basson. I did see the uh, city councilor standing next to Mayor Tim Keller. I think Brooke Basson has gone full-blown Democrat, by the way. Because I saw her, everything, she does the gun buybacks, right? And I'm ashamed to say uh, right now at this particular point, I have, I raised a, a decent amount of money for her. I think I raised like seven, eight grand, nine grand. I don't forget what it was because <clears throat> I wanted her to win. I definitely just wanted to beat the Democrats over there, but not for this outcome. She was standing next to Tim Keller as they made the announcement over the weekend with the rest of the city councilors on the field about this team needs its own stadium. Wow. That team needs this, uh, its own stadium like I need another hole in the head. It's unnecessary. This is an ego-driven decision, ladies and gentlemen. We do not need this here for our city. Use the Nusenda Stadium. Give it to them for peanuts. Let Peter Trevisiani and all their ragtag, uh, the curse, or whatever they want to use. Uh, uh, by the way, I have not yet verified if the curse comes from the uh, the, the song from that band I told you. What was it called? Oh, um, yes. The yes. song from uh, Orange State or Jersey, whatever, the Garden State. And that name, that movie, I'm pretty sure that that's where, where that comes from. I remember all the people that are involved in all the marketing and everything, they're all from outside the market. They're just looking to recreate this thing. But there's so many other priorities that could happen. And, and to be honest, given the uh, types of language that's used in the, the, in the drag queen shows and all the various other uh, black power movements and political mm-hmm. movements that mm-hmm. Travestiani and his ilk and the curse and, Let's not forget what they did to that brewery out there oh. when they decided that they didn't want to be a part Family of family-owned business. Yeah, there you go. Business. We're going to go against them just because they wanted to go ahead and contest Michelle Lujan Grisham's uh, wisdom when it comes to the mask mandates or or the uh, shutdowns on essentials and non-essentials. That's something Brothers, right? Wasn't it the name of the? Yes. Anyway, I'm forgetting the name of the brewery right off the hand. Um, but there you go. There's a great place to go out there, and I'm sure these people are such crazed lunatic fans. I would think that they drive out there to Nusenda so they can go ahead and, you know, go uh, look, overlook the city, have their IPAs from their, their little uh, brewery out in Corrales. Star Brothers. Yeah, Star Brothers. There you go. And they could go ahead and, and have their brewery, uh, their beers out there and enjoy themselves and be able to look over the city, right? I think you've, you've solved the issue, Eddie. Uh, I, just to me, I, I brought this to your attention because I just cannot, I've been fighting so-called business organizations for almost every day I've been in, involved in the pro-freedom movement. These are people who knuckle under, they call themselves, you know, Chamber of Commerce, whatever. I mean, this goes back many years. The Wall Street Journal has written about this a lot, where the National Chamber of Commerce ended up endorsing a lot of the Obama agenda. You've got the, the, the Albuquerque Chamber of Commerce endorsing a government taxpayer subsidized stadium, as you said, with some maybe dodgy poll numbers on this. These are people who, and you, you pegged it right, Eddie, it's the local chumminess and corruption you've got people who belong to the chamber who are going to benefit from this maybe they're developers maybe they're construction contractors that kind of thing um don't fall for this line ladies and gentlemen by these so-called pro-business organizations they are in bed <laughs> with big government on issue after issue after issue there's a difference between being pro-business and pro-market you want to be pro-market a free market not cronyism not the kind of uh, you know state capitalism we have in new mexico and increasingly throughout the country and just to see another one of these chambers, I, I, I've always I've called this for years, brain dead local 
civic boosterism where you just think, oh, it's a project in our community and it's all going to be wonderful. You never think beyond that. You never think about the cost. You never think about all the boondoggles that have gone before. Uh, if you're, if you belong to a chamber of commerce, look at what they're actually lobbying on folks and consider getting the hell out of it. I don't care if it's a local little village somewhere in New Mexico or the Albuquerque chamber of commerce or the statewide chamber of commerce. Uh, they support a lot of bad policies. It's sad, but, but true. No doubt about it. Um, and speaking of no doubt about it, we're going to take the last uh, five minutes here. I'm going to give uh, Rebecca, she's gets, she almost gets to wrap the show. We're going to get more of her stuff. But wow. one more plug. Uh, this way. See, Rebecca, I'm, you're starting to grow on me. How tall are you, actually? I don't, I don't know. How, 5'11". Are you 5'11"? Yeah. You ever, can, you, can you touch the rim? Can I touch the rim? Um, <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I couldn't. I no, can't, can't help do that. myself. Remember, yeah. can't jump that high. Back in high school, this, this is what happens when you start talking about <laughs> soccer. Soccer is such a little man sport in so many ways. Really, and I so, mean, there's like goals, there's all this fair play, and the you know, people exchanging jerseys, and I'm all about that. I think that that's fine, but you know, it, it's like the soccer is the game that your kids play. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah. We're a great soccer town. Right. I mean, by and large, with the sunny days and all that, uh, my my friend uh, Larry Espinosa, who was running the Albuquerque Soul, we would go support that. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, but it wasn't like, whoa, look at that player. Or waiting. I mean, people are just talking in the stands, just exchanging. And I guess if you're the, the, the fans, of, the, I mean, the product there on the field, you're going to get one or two, you know, good moments out of the whole entire 90 minutes. And I don't know. It's got this sort of elevated international, I'm better than you sort of feel. Oh, big time. And they don't really yeah. remove themselves from that. And uh, yeah, certainly, yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, the New Mexico United has completely and totally oh. embraced this. Go ahead, Dow. Several, several uh, silver-haired pony to kill people. You, you, know, you, want, you follow NASCAR or football? Ooh. <laughs> we're soccer. You know, soccer is the world's most popular sport. Yeah. And of course, people abroad are so much more sophisticated than those these troglodyte Americans. Oh, right. Don't yeah. get me started. Oh yeah, you don't understand the the skill that's involved. You know, one of the things that I, I actually enjoy quite a bit. My kids will never play basketball. I can tell you that they won't never play five on five basketball because I found something that's better than five on five basketball. It's three on three basketball. Oh yeah. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah now you yeah, got to check yeah. the. I mean, speaking about touching the rim, and the best player I think is a Serbian player who's like a Harlem Globetrotter. They did this whole entire feature, and on three on three, they won the world championship. Uh, look at his name. He's got a, a sort of. Uh, oh, incidentally, our pole vaulter, which I think is the most amazing of any sport in trucking. <laughs> Those guys are amazing. There's a Swedish guy. He runs. He's a pole vaulter at LSU. Uh, he, he puts Sergi Bubka to shame. Remember when everyone would like pay attention to every month or so, Sergi Bubka would have another world record attempt. <laughs> this guy just like, is like literally almost going over with one hand and he looks a little wispy too, but he's got like all the style and all that. I forget what his, his name is, but he's going to probably uh, break the, uh, his own world record. Uh, he'll probably go over 20 feet, uh, four inches in this, but our own Paul, Paul Walter in the United States, uh, did not make it, uh, Sam something or other. All right, what do we have to look forward to? Or what was the most read articles, Dowd? Yeah, just very quickly, the yep. number one most read article in the uh, Daily Blast this morning, our little link at uh, just filling you in as you start your day. You can subscribe via rocketalk.chat. Not surprisingly, uh, an article by the Las Cruces uh, Sun News down there on all of the protests that we just discussed uh, coming up on Saturday. So it was really good to see that be number one. Uh, uh, number two, 
really, folks, you've got to read this article. The president of Mesa Lands Community College out there in you know east, eastern New Mexico said if he can't get higher vaccination rates in the student population, he's resigned to an eventual uh, COVID-19 super spreader event uh, after classes uh, rose no. in the fall, and he wants to stop it. He's so scared. Uh, president, college president Gregory Bush said uh, that uh, he's going to he's going to sponsor some more vaccina- vaccination events so he doesn't have a super spreader event when the kids come back. Don't get me started. Third article, again, COVID, people concerned about COVID. Out in Clovis, parents revolting, say we don't want these masks on our children. Jackie Valentine, a parent, uh, says that the virus doesn't affect children. Masks are harmful. Quote, we've had 17 months of flattening the curve, and that is enough time. God bless Jackie Valentine. Uh, Number four was a little piece by uh, Rand Paul fighting one of his colleagues in Congress. Great little clip, only about two minutes taking on big tech. Do you, do you mind if uh, I get to that and I play that at, uh, at the it. end? Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. And then last one was the uh, story about the Los Altos skate park and the, the tragedy there we, we discussed earlier. But uh, Rand Paul was on fire in this clip. You know, Rand was one of the ones leading the charge in the Capitol today with the no mask protest. Doesn't surprise me. I love Rand. He's great. And uh, what do we have to look forward to tomorrow down? Uh, well, um, I don't know because I haven't looked at the news yet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you'll, you'll find See, out at 4 a.m. This is, this is fresh. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get you back on camera, Rebecca. We've got uh, a lot of people here in the house. And uh, don't forget, you can watch us at rockoftalk.tv. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to remind you one more time. Let me see where we are as far as the petitions are concerned. And we're going to finish off with, instead of music, some uh, Rand Paul stuff. See where we are at, Rebecca. Thanks to Rebecca for all of her help. Thanks for coming in uh, as well today, Rebecca. I've had a great time. Have you? I yeah. have. Okay, and we're gonna. I'm gonna have to bring in Natalie. And uh, is it? I keep saying J Bone, but it's not. He hates bird. that. He oh, hates why does that. he hate that? I don't know. Now she she kind of thinks it's funny, and she oh. kids him about it's it. As Jay you can bird. imagine, J Bird. bird. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen him forever. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we've got. Oh, we are. Ladies and gentlemen, we are exactly 100 petitions away. So between now and 10 o'clock tonight, please go to www.the1abq.com. That's the number one, abq.com. One more time, the number one, abq.com. Let's amp it up, and uh, certainly this show has uh, helped out uh, the numbers. So before we hear from Rand Paul, Rebecca, uh, last couple minutes, what do you have to say? Well, um, I just want to say that uh, listen to Liberty Ladies on Saturday, 2 to 5, and we're going to be continuing talking about the Constitution. We're going to be talking about the Fifth Amendment this Saturday, which is going to be a really great discussion. And I talk a little bit about fake news, and actually I Ooh, read... fake I, news. Yes, I know. I got, I got a great rant about the fake news. Okay. Um, and I read both of those uh, Texas uh, election reform bills, both by the Senate and the House. I read them through from beginning. <laughs> oh yes, God. I know. Six hundred seventeen pages. I I read through the boring reading so that you won't have to. And I was just going to have a brief uh, little discussion about it and tell you how it is definitely not racist and it is definitely not uh, disenfranchising anyone. And um, I listened to an interesting uh, Zoom call the other day that I managed to get in on that Martin Heinrich was doing. And he was in there spouting the line about, oh, these uh, election bills in Georgia and Texas, they're racist and they oh, disenfranchise yeah. people. Well, you know, Martin, I would love to debate you on that subject. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Of course, I'll never do that. <laughs> Martin Heinrich, also known as New Mexico's number one himbo. 
<laughs> himbo. Uh, so, what, the himbos, that's, that would be the bimbo. The male bimbo. Uh, yes. male bimbo. And it, I might just do my whole Patrick Henry bio on Saturday. Again? So, well, well, I didn't do the whole thing today. I just did oh. the, just a little highlight there. That's all. That so, was a highlight? That was. That was just the speech. Uh, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it was, it was well done. I'll yeah, thank you. Know. you. All right. All right. Uh, bright and early tomorrow, 4 p.m. for Friday afternoon. Uh, make sure you stay tuned during our third hour tomorrow. Uh, it is going to uh, finish the week on a dark note, but uh, you're going to hear something like you've never heard before uh, as I uh, play that first two hours. No no interviews either. I'm going to try to do the smaller amount of interviews. I know you guys love the interviews. We had a great one with Anna Garner uh, this week. Uh, everybody loves She's that. She's awesome. For all the uh, notes and information, you can find that by subscribing to Rock of Talk. Dot chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. Here's Dr. Paul opposing big tech censorship and addressing the Delta variant uh, at uh, yesterday's hearing. The highest death rate in the world is New Jersey and New York, states with the heaviest touch in the entire world. New Jersey and New York have the highest death rates by far. No one's going to exceed them. As far as the facts of the Delta virus, the Delta variant, Public Health England looked at 92,000 people who got the Delta variant. Many, many articles have shown it to be more transmissible. I don't think anybody disputes that. But when you look at the death rate of the Delta variant, both vaccinated folks and unvaccinated folks who died from it, the death rate was a great deal lower than the wild variant. For those who were vaccinated and over 40, no, over 50, the death rate was about 1.4%. For those over 50 who were unvaccinated, it was about 3, it was about 3.4%. This is much lower than the wild variant. The wild variant above 50 was about a 5 to 6% death rate for all comers last year. So there is a number, there's a great deal of evidence, but when one side presumes that you know the truth and that, oh, everything says that the Delta variant's more deadly, no, there are facts that on both sides you can argue what science you see and what we see. But the real danger in our country is people presuming to know the truth and calling other senators misinformation. And I presume this would be the, this would be the argument. Well, why don't we shut down Ted Cruz? Why don't we not let him speak at all? That's what's going on in our country. That it's not your time. When it's your time, you can have your time back. It's not your time to interrupt. But here's the point. The point is, is this is going on across America. There are people on your side of the aisle introducing legislation to tell Facebook that my opinion cannot and should not be heard. I quote from scientific literature every day, and you can disagree with it, but the thing is, your side is wanting to take down the argument and have your way imprinted on the American mind with no objection. That goes against everything with regard to free speech that we know of in our country. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.